disinformation where all we do is spread fake fucking news every day. The whole goal of this show is to lie and deceive to every one of you. I want your children to be fucking stupider tomorrow than they are today. Justin Timberlake murdered JFK and Ozzy Osbourne masturbated to it while Jackie O reached back at the rear of the car watching his face smirking disguised as a Secret Service agent. Birds aren't real. The earth is shaped like a fucking cube. Look into it. Now having said that, nobody turns in to this show for the fucking news. This is based off of some troll with a small dick energy trying to send some aggressive message privately to the page calling me an out, uh, a liar. However, the kicker is you started it by saying you heard of the podcast through mutual friends. If you're only knowing of this existence by proxy, you probably don't have any substantial evidence that's going to intrigue me, fella. Now, having said that as well, this is edutainment. Nothing we talk about is to be taken as a word from your doctor or proof of the existence or non-existence of any godlike entity or greater truth therein. We're literally three jackasses currently sitting at a table drinking beer and soda and smoking what appears to be a black and mild. Mm -hmm. Now, to address the other thing, I am totally about having guests on the show to debate me. What I'm not going to do is I'm going to feed in to someone who wants to be rewarded that way by introducing themselves in an aggressive manner. These are the same people that tell you, you want to take this outside. Are you too scared to fight me at the dinner table, Brad? I'll fucking take it right now. Who's this? It doesn't matter. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But the point being, New Southern Heretics is not a replacement for the news. We're not fact checkers. This is designed for you to be entertained with. And let me tell you, you're not coming on my show, AJ. You're not coming on here because you were a dick about it. And I know you probably wanted to come on here to either make me look foolish, not hard, or to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Elicit. To uh, um, elevate, to elevate yourself to some sort of stature. Be like, ha! Huh, I got the loudmouth fat bastard. Unless you're going to kill me, you're not going to stop my mouth. You're just not. I don't care what you think about me or the show, but I love the guests that come on here. They have more courage and decency, all of them. There's been like 43 of them now than you will ever get to learn, and you're not welcome on the show. But having said that, my God, it's been a year since we've done this. Yes. Ted Schubert. What's up? Michael Price. You sound like a fucking like that was beautiful. wrestling uh, promotion. I was told you two were fighting to the death over whether or not birds were real. Yeah. I may have gotten a little off the wagon at the start. But that's okay. Yeah, it is. Real. That's okay. No, thank you guys for being here. Like, yeah. truly. Thank man. you for having us. That was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Listen here, brother. Uh, they, 
they assassinated all the birds in 1987. Out of all the podcasts, out of all the podcasts, ours is my favorite. The first one we did. Yeah, it sounds so fucking. Yeah, I listened. I listened back to a little bit of it today. I realized it's been a year. What a year and a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy, man. And we're just finally coming out of all this bullshit. What is this? Do you even conspiracy bro number three? Four. Four. No number shit. four. Yeah. Four now. Hell yeah. yeah. Four. 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 <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So um So what's been popping lately? Well aside from Fauci. Aside from uh yeah, all of all of my uh, personal nonsense there at the beginning. What a fucking year. Yeah. It's uh it's kind of been. Um I know uh, Ted, you said you kinda wanted to uh uh, mention a little bit about the breakaway sieve. Yeah, well. yeah, uh huh. Yeah, so well, thanks to you mostly, I started my own show. I uh, had you on Coulter, then I had you on Mike, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then uh, all the shit, all the shit, yeah, <laughs> and all the shit went down uh, with the election and the cat and the Capitol riots and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, well, it's, it's multi multifaceted. Partially, I was afraid. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what to talk about. It was hard to talk about stuff I'm interested in like the moon landing or you know JFK or whatever when there's when the 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 next day of our government was so you know nobody knew what was going to happen and uh, I didn't I didn't really know how to cover it because conspiracy has always been fun to me you know what I mean yeah. there, there's well, I mean a, except when they're happening well, exactly there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a lot of dark stuff out there but there's a lot of fun yeah. stuff too and then whenever it's yeah, every no, no. day on the news you don't you don't know what to believe. You don't know what's real. Fuck and also, I'm the world's biggest procrastinator too. So that didn't that it made it really easy to not do a show. But uh, it's coming back soon. So everybody, check it out. Breakaway Civ. Uh, it's at Breakaway Civ on Instagram. Check it out. Mike, how about yourself? Yeah, when, when are you going to start a podcast? Um, We've already determined never, a good name would be The Price is Right, and it's just you uh, arguing I, no, maniacally I've never, people. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that in the first grade. Yeah, <laughs> the Price is Right. The never Price is that. Right-wing politics. No, The Price is Wrong, bitch. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really want to do my own podcast. No? Have you, no. Thought, have you thought about Because, I mean, you're... You're very good with the written word, you know, like yeah. starting like a, a blog or something, even just like picking like a current event and writing something. I, I think people would take interest to it. Yeah, they probably would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you definitely um, sent me down some rabbit holes before. Yeah. Um, I've been sober for four months. I haven't had a drink of alcohol. Congratulations. Um, Nick Kane. Uh, That's awesome, party. dude. Yeah, it's not easy to do. No, it's not, especially when you're around everybody who's doing it all the time. Yeah, I tried to go out of the bar the other night. And it was just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Uh, just, but uh, anyway, just find you some uh, some mushrooms growing out of counter next time. Eat oh. those before you don't, you don't care if anybody's <laughs> drinking or not. Dive in. Mm. All right, so what's gonna happen, fellas? Uh, you know, I've, I've been living in a camper in the woods <laughs> for about a year now. <laughs> Gives you gives you a nice uh, time to go down rabbit holes. Though, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, uh, see, you have uh, uh, brought more notes again this time. I'm always excited yeah, yeah. For, for Ted's. I've notes. got a shitload of notes. <laughs> I got too many notes, really. Uh, actually, I I think this was it would be something good to start with if, if you guys don't mind me reading. Oh, those not really not not at all. So this is just the, I I wrote this down word for word from just some random old guy that I found on the internet. It's not there's no facts in it, but I think it it really rings true. So this is called How to Break a Man's Spirit. 
Lock a man in the dark. Lock a man in a dark room for four hours, then turn the lights on for one minute. Then lock him back in the darkness for another four hours and turn the lights on again. Repeat this process, and every time the lights come on, expectancy and adrenaline will rush through his body. Every time the light goes off, dejection will sweep over him. After two days of this treatment, I promise you he will say or do anything you want in order to leave this room because you have broken his spirit. The COVID lockdowns work on the same principle. Prevent people from doing the things that they enjoy or seeing their loved ones, then promise them it will all end soon. Then lock them down again, taking away these privileges once more, and soon you will have their compliance. And if you don't believe me, ask yourself this. How many people have you heard say, I only took the vaccine because I just want things to go back to normal? Yeah. I thought that... I mean, that's pretty powerful, I thought. It is powerful. Would you see that? Uh, just, it, I saw it on Instagram. It was just some random uh, random dude on TikTok. It's brilliant. But that's... Dude, have y'all seen uh, fucking uh, metal sticking to people's arms and stuff after they take the vaccine? <laughs> that's pretty odd. Um, I, I will say, <laughs> I have seen it, yeah, but... I'm going to tell you some shit that I... The latest, the latest in conspiracy the, um, that I have. Just as a, as a preface <laughs> to it... Um, I've I've seen this done before, with without the vaccine. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like with metal sticking to people. However, it's um. <laughs> flim flam. I mean, it's 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 I'm, kind of been like 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 you know like um, there was a one on an idiot abroad. It was an old show, uh, Ricky Gervais uh, produced, and um, the this guy Carl was on this uh, this train through Siberia. And it's a it's a documentary, a travel doc, and there's a metal man yeah. on this train in Siberia who's like like me. He takes just yeah. like he takes like a can of like cat food and just puts it on his chest and it just sticks there. It just yeah. Like what is a, this? Uh, an idiot abroad. Okay. It's an old uh, comedy like travel doc. Okay. But um, it's about a guy that <laughs> travels the world that doesn't want to go, and Ricky okay. Gervais forces him to go and do all these things that lots of people would love to do, yeah. and he's just miserable the whole time. Um, it's a brilliant idea. It's a yeah. gorgeous show. But yeah, this. Um, so I've seen like. Oh bless you! I've seen uh, me, excuse me. Uh, me- uh, metallic or magnetic people before, but not like this. Dude, the latest that I've heard. It's 5G zombies. <laughs> 5G zombies? It's the, the latest thing that I've heard. I fucking swear to you. What, what are 5G zombies? Okay. Let me see if I can paraphrase here or explain this fucking nonsense. All right. Um, okay. So supposedly <clears throat> the reason that people are experiencing like logging into Bluetooth and, and Wi-Fi, you know, um, with the vaccine after they, you know, um, have you heard about that? Yeah. Okay. The reason that is is because <clears throat> the uh, vaccine is actually uh, a nanovirus that's changing your uh, DNA, and uh, pretty soon all the vaxxers are going to kill all the uh, anti-vaxxers. God, <laughs> so, that's a dark I don't theory. <laughs> so the five G is going to activate their something. The nano, the, so I don't, so, know, I don't know if you guys are st- so uh, yeah. So hang on. So the the theory is that. They're injecting them with these. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. The theory is that 16. they're injecting them with these like nanobodies. Yes. That then they the reason that they are network capable. Yes. Is because they can remotely access that network and turn programs on in this nanobody, potentially 
even uh, ones that could be detrimental to the host. Yeah, basically it's an experiment. Um, That's with, pretty with, wild. With, 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 <laughs> I wasn't with the expecting with the, that. With the cloud, because you know, I mean, the uh, you know, the goal is to integrate with the cloud. You know what I mean? To right. have nanobytes the in your inter- brain, the internet of things, your brain, and you'll have more. You'll be able to download shit just like the Matrix. You'll like, you know, you know, kung fu, you know, instantly. But um. I know. That's yeah, fucking wild, dude. That's yeah, fucking but, wild. but that's that's you know that's what they think it is. It's uh, you but know, if they can, it steps towards uh, trying to integrate the uh, the human with the machine, right? With the, with the AI. Right. I mean, I definitely think transhumanism is the goal. The Internet of Things is the goal. Have every to have everything connected, like on the on the cloud, like you said. The zombies thing, that's fucking wild. <laughs> but uh yeah, like and a, a program had to turn them undead. Right. I'd say it was going to be well. Dumb. Not undead, but I'm, I'm assuming to make them violent towards mm. certain other people. But uh, well, I mean, it's kind of already that way, isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. makes you wonder. I I wonder if with certain of the uh, the uh, uh, pharmaceuticals that they're using for this that are not mRNA, I wonder if those are also using like. The, like the theory would carry over to them as well. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, right. Because the ones that aren't using, uh, like AstraZeneca, for example, isn't using the mRNA technology. Mm-hmm. It's using um, what do they call it. They call it a uh, a chimpanzee identivirus vector. So it still does. What? It still does essentially the the same thing with like a, you know like the, the prong, like the the prong hoof that. Yeah. Uh, a virus will have on it uh, where yeah. mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it will still use that to where it'll teach the body about like like hey like this is what uh, you know we need to we need to fight or whatnot send the ninjas but it's based off of technology that has been tested on humans <clears throat> before mm-hmm. um, it's it's also not uh, reliant it uh, doesn't have to be cooled like uh, like uh, the, the mRNA vaccines they have to be refrigerator kept if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. Versus like the AstraZeneca one does not, so it's been a something big for the uh, third world. Doesn't, doesn't that, it doesn't take like how many years does it take to approve a vaccine? It's like seven years or some shit. Oh, yeah. y- usually about a decade. Yeah, but the this like yeah, that's this one has, of my this one has of, this has problem reaction solution written all over it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> <man>. <laughs> one of the things with them. Um, AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca, uh, that um, uh, we were uh, we were just talking about, as far as what was the word that you just said? Problem reaction solution. Oh no! Before um, that, shit. Five G zombies. Five G zombies. Five G zombies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. okay yeah, so yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 is it like? It's still using like it uses a spike protein, yeah, right? Dude. So like they've they've used this before in. Um, I think it was they were trying to. It was in uh, 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was after about 10 years of research that they were looking for either uh, a malaria or an Ebola uh, vaccine. They were testing it out in Africa, but they were using like this new technology of a spike protein. Yeah. But I, from what I gather, it would still, I guess, according to like this theory, have the ability to have a nanobody with it in the injection. And still be able to receive a network and a. a so when you a say na- when you say nanobody, you're talking about a, a technological 
I'm talking about Pe- something uh, I can't even fathom. So it's, <laughs> it's like it's, a nanobody is just not a small well, antibody. You're saying me- this is this is this is technology. This is absolutely. What if, okay. not, what if it's not mechanical? What if it's viral engineered? You know what I mean? Like or both? Yeah. It's. I mean, that's that's kind of like the scary thing. That's like um. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, gain f- gain of function. Gain of, gain of fucking of function, function research. So yes. o- Obama Absolutely. outlawed that in a 2014 or 2015. Was, he was like, "This is fucking dangerous. Yeah. Stop experimenting it. with with animal viruses to make them more powerful." That was powerful. the H5N1. Was that SARS or the bird flu? Probably the or? fucking lot, mate. Probably fucking all of it. Probably fucking caused AIDS and all that shit. I wouldn't doubt it at this point. That uh, uh, government funded scientific research. Uh, Causing AIDS, I, I'd say that's not too far fetched. No, that, I say actually coming out of your mouth, that's one of the lesser far fetched <laughs> things. It was. It wasn't from fucking a. Mo- it wasn't from fucking a monkey. You no, know? no, dude, that yeah, that's. Dude, Dave, Dave, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's like, <laughs> he's like, that's still a theory of how AIDS came about. Somebody fucked a monkey. Word. <laughs> He's like, do you know how difficult it would be to catch a monkey? Let alone He's, fuck it. Yeah, he's not wrong. He's like, it's I, snap your dick off and throw it in the tall grass, never to be seen again. I think 30, 40 years from now, they'll be saying that uh, whatever this is got started because some dumbass ate a bat. You know, that would be what you hear yeah. on the playground at school, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the same with the monkey thing. Yeah, the. Um, um, I, I can't even read my own notes, bro. I'm also excited as well. I'm like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But like the um, the idea about it, um, it, it not being natural, right? right? And <clears throat> I, I don't think that if that were the case, like the things I've seen where like people all of a sudden have a network, like they'll come in close proximity with, you know, uh, average uh, consumer tech like televisions, smartphones, right? And it'll recognize them. As a network, mm-hmm. like it'll it'll have like like Moderna and then an alphanumerical yeah. like sequence yeah. or whatever. Like blue, and I'm not I'm not saying that to signal out Moderna. I'm just saying like as an example, that's right. just a name how I'm calling out. How many different companies have vaccines now? I have no there's, idea. There's several. There's AstraZeneca. There's Pfizer. There's Moderna. There's Johnson and Johnson. I heard of one yesterday called Sputnik. I've never heard of that before. To the moon! Uh, to gla- the moon, baby. Gla- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, GlaxoSmithKline is another one. That's mm-hmm. GlaxoSmithKline, I believe, is the one that um, provided Trump with treatment whenever he caught it. I could be wrong about that. But Thank uh, God you're here, so. <laughs> I know I came with all these facts and shit, and you're over here like five G zombies, bro. <laughs> Work out, man. Hey, that, I'm I'm into it. Whatever. <laughs> well, which I mean, to be fair, the CDC has released. Uh, information about being prepared for a literal zombie apocalypse. So I mean, you yeah. can say you can say they were being being tongue in cheek, or dude, I shit you not, I got something like that from a friend of mine who's like, dude, he's like, check out for a zombie. It's like it's like they're like putting a zombie apocalypse next to like uh, the situation that we're in now, and like kind of making it like allegorical. Well, they're using zombie apocalypse, at, yeah, as a as meta as a metaphor for disaster in general. Yeah, right. Like you should have so much water, yes. so much food on hand. You know, make sure you're stocked up on your all your supplies in case something really bad happened, like a zombie apocalypse. But they didn't say it like that. They said you should be prepared for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. So of course, all of us fucking nut jobs are like, look, dude, look, it's yeah. it's happening. 
But uh, <laughs> it, I wonder if the, the, this they're programming is... for the zombies, kind of like with aliens. Like mm-hmm. I've seen beings made of light that are not from this world yeah. when I've taken too much psychedelics mm-hmm. whenever right. I was younger. They've never once looked like the graves. Like never once right. as an alien or anything godly like yeah. that looked like a grave. So I wonder if like the zombies like we're thinking just like oh yeah they just like it's like uh, intermission. Well, yeah, like some like uh, uh, Romero <laughs> shit, like <laughs> Day of the Dead or something. When in reality, it's not. It's folks that are not in control. That's the end of round one. The FBI has <laughs> just alerted us. <laughs> FBI is like you up. <laughs> Don't this, fucking move. <laughs> this is t- totally off topic, but I, I want to mention it before um, before I I lose it for my brain. But um, you're talking about a- aliens and interdimensional beings and uh, ent- entities that you meet on psychedelics and stuff like that. Um, the, really, the only comparison between that type, like for lack of a better word, like a demon or an angel or something like that being compared to an alien is um, Aleister Crowley actually drew the entity that he called Lamb that he was supposedly communicating with and it looks identical to a gray alien. Mm-hmm. And there was also like an ancient like black magic ritual or some shit. It was something called a Yoda which is like a little fucking little uh, uh, you're, pra- you're trash. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> you're trash. <laughs> Alright. Um, I was uh, I had some plastic in my hand culture help me um but uh what the fuck was i just saying just talking about the uh, ancient Grays and alistair crowley yeah 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 and like yoda I mean, our beloved yoda like i don't want to think of yoda as a dark entity you know what i mean like he's a fucking jedi master yeah i want i want as absurd as it is <laughs> absurd as it is what if one of the most mal- uh, malevolent evil forces Jins, archons, yeah. demons, whatever, <laughs> looks exactly like Yoda. Baby Yoda. And baby Yoda is how the offspring look. Oh, God. <laughs> they're, like, they're like gremlins. When you get them, they're mm-hmm. cute, and then they eat your face. Yeah. The yeah. gremlins themselves are actually like the peaceful race. It's just like, no, please. And the mogwai are like fucking evil. Yeah. Like, they're just evil. How do you think they turn into gremlins? Because they eat people, you know? Yeah. They, they eat babies what? because they're small, cute, and cuddly, right? But not to go down. No. I'm just saying. Not to go down this, this trail like so, so off topic, but the thing, I'm going to do it anyway. The, the the Yoda thing that you just said. Uh-huh. So George Lucas, if you I mean if you watch the movies, he's obviously influenced by Eastern mysticism yeah, the, yeah. and the occult and stuff. Yeah. And so they're in the Kabbalah Kabbalistic tree of life. There's one of the Sephiroth. It's called Yud, mm. and it's um the lofty one. And supposedly that's the basis of Yoda. Well, also that's just brought something around. Like in Hebrew, uh, the Yod Hey Vav Hey. That's the unspeakable name of God. Mm. The Yod. Hey, evolve, hey. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I watched that. Was a, I watched that, was a, that was a good, uh, oh, that's, good drop you just had. Oh, yeah, Both of did. y'all. Just, and you're like, God, you guys know shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I pay attention to a lot of biblical you know, stuff like that. Totally, uh, yeah. Cause, uh, that's how you spell Yahweh in, in Hebrew? The Y-H-W-H uh, or whatever it is? three-pronged symbol? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a the, Y kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's like this. The Yod, Hey, Yav, Hey, Vav, Hey. Mm. I think, yeah. The interesting. The Yod, yeah, but... <laughs> so anyway, vaccines and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, I'm, I'm, man, I'm skeptical of the whole 
Really, I'm skeptical of fucking everything today, especially conspiracy shit, because there is a bunch... If nothing proved it, QAnon proved it. That there is a bunch of shit out there that just because you're in the conspiracy realm, you'll automatically believe. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. the Bluetooth thing I'm skeptical of, there's a way... I'm I'm sure there's an easy way you could fake that. Like you were saying with the magnetic thing, you could take a piece of duct tape and dab it on a dry piece of skin... And then anything will stick to it that you want to. Right. There, there was a lady yeah, in front of uh, testifying in front of Congress. I think uh, I think it was Congress. Um, I saw it floating around the other day where she was like, and, "And what about this? Watch this!" And she takes a key and sticks it to her forehead, and it like sticks for a second, and then it falls off. And then she's trying to stick it to the side of her face, but it won't stick anywhere. Like she can't find the spot or whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm willing to believe pretty much anything, but at the same time, I have to... I'm not taking your fucking vaccine. Oh, fuck no. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know... I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> Likewise, it's it's um, it's um kind of the whole thing that, like... And I, I kind of saw with, like, a lot of stuff that was going on with the QAnon stuff, where I'm just like, okay, you guys are kind of losing track of what's going on, like... I'll admit, the... a little bit, I don't know, time will tell, but... I was a little bit wrong. I know. I think a lot of it was true information, though. Yeah. Like there's 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 fact in every fairy tale. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's irrefutable stuff. Epstein, Harvey Weinstein, the these cabals, the Nexium cult, the The, human trafficking. uh, What the fuck happened to uh, Ghislaine Ghislaine Maxwell? Still in jail. Right. Supposedly. What how that? I haven't seen a mugshot of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Nobody has. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it's to me a lot of it's theater. Now, however, they're like again like. A good way to detract from what's going on is to give a partial truth, right? Yeah. And then a heaping ton of bullshit behind it. So <laughs> you see kind of like how you go from like this stuff where it's just like, hey, like uh, the uh, arrest records of like all this nasty stuff seems to be tying in uh, with this administration quite nicely. Mm-hmm. There's tunnels underground. And he's digging them out. He and Pence, Trump and Pence, yeah. are down there. Yeah. They've got hand shovels, and they're they're ready. It's like, uh, well, I, a, I, a I think one. that's a bit too far. But the problem is, is that like now, like something like QAnon stuff is completely. It's it's going through the same thing that like Alex Jones had gone through. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones is too powerful to be stopped. However, yeah. it impeded him for about a decade. Mm-hmm. Right, well, like like the Sandy Hook stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. For like almost a decade. Well, that shit's still and dubious at best. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a lot of fucking evidence. Well, everybody gives him shit for the gay frogs thing. I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And he and maybe his terminology's off, but they were ter- they were switching the genders of frogs with uh, um what do you call it a uh, uh, herbicide or a pesticide. Jones was right. He was right. I mean, <laughs> that, that's something I was going to say earlier whenever I got tongue tied. I was like, you know in a world where Alex Jones seems to be the most trustworthy name in long-term journalism, mm-hmm. it's kind of a scary place that you find oh, yourself bye. in. You oh, know bye. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another thing with the the QAnon thing, there with there was a lot of truth there. Like one of the things that really tipped me off was talking about all the CEOs resigning very shortly before, well, there was like that small market crash about this time last year. And then shortly after that was the beginning of the pandemic or, you know, it was a few months later. Right. But he also said that Hillary Clinton was going to be arrested like three years ago or four years ago now. And, and so, and I also, I have to separate QAnon from the QAnon people. 
You know what I mean? Like right. the, the guy on the internet who was who was posting that shit, he said a bunch of interesting things. Some of them were true, and some of them yeah. weren't or haven't been true yet. But then you get into the whole community, <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're talking about fucking transcending fifth dimensional uh, vibration. You know, like, and, yeah. and it's like, come on, dude! Like, yeah, I'm the not- hollow Earth people are coming out of the North Pole <laughs> to come and bless America yeah. after, like, like. Like, it's the right time. They've waited until okay, now. Okay, how about this shit? Okay, things are so fucked up right now that the government has admitted that UFOs exist. Yeah. yeah. For the first time ever, and nobody cares. I think that shit's fake. I think they're going to, as, uh, uh, what was his name? Allegedly Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, flat, piss drinking flat earther. Does he, drink, does he drink piss? He, he he's his next video. After his Flat Earth video, which is the best I've ever seen, I swear to God, his next video, he's like, I just drank my own urine. I was just felt this explosion of invigoration in my body. Like, Way to go, Dave. Well, yeah, I mean, thanks, you got, Dave. I, I mean, I've seen, I've, seen, uh, I've seen guys on the internet promoting drinking turpentine, and I'm, I'm not really excited to try that either. But, so. Yeah, nor nor would I brag about it. It would be like one of the things where, like, after the show ended, I'd like, can I talk to you? <laughs> But so the the whole truth surrounded by lies is part of what they call a limited hangout. So uh, mm. the last time I was here, I think it was the last time we talked about the um, the hippie movement. Yes, being yeah. basically discredited any real anti-war movement going on at the time. And so now you kind of see a parallel with QAnon or with Alex Jones or with fl- even Flat Earth. If you say anything that's even remotely close or that can even be compared to something that the people who follow QAnon believe, all of your opinions are now moot. You have no valid yeah. opinions. Yeah. Because what are you, one of those QAnon guys? It's like, no, human sex trafficking fucking exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's one of them Q. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude, but, but, but then, okay, the QAnon thing, right? Okay, like, Tom Hanks. You've seen the photos where he's like, you know, it has like a uh, military... Those are creepy photos. Uh, well, yeah, but it has... But him and his wife were like on vacation in Greece, but like above it, there's like a fucking military... Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the door like, frame they, thing. I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like they've been detained. You know what I mean? And yeah. like there's, there's pictures of Tom Hanks where he's got like an ankle bracelet on where he's getting off the boat. Well, a lot of celebrities shit. in photos with weird it's, shit going yeah. on. Yeah. That's the thing ankles. is like, you can't really convince anybody. All you can do is just tell people to look into it. Well, so, whenever so, you... Because right now we live in the age of spin. And, and, Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, you know. If, if this um, this uh, notion of like kind of like a, an Amazing. umbrella term or a collective of... <clears throat> conspiracists mm-hmm. right so you 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 look at something like that was tied with like the nexium cult right the, these hollywood sex cults that mm-hmm. were operating there's a guy uh, he made a documentary that's not tied with q at all but it was uh, by a guy named mouthy buddha yeah. who uh did like a three-part series on um uh, what what used to be known as pizzagate right mm-hmm. But <laughs> or as formerly known as Pizza. Yeah, the the, the conspiracy Probably. formerly known as Pizzagate. <laughs> what is it now? Pedogate or Yeah, Pedogate. Pedogate. Yeah. Oh, so God. But um and and one of them like he started the whole series as a way to debunk it because he thought it was stupid that they were still like after the the shooter went into Comet Ping Pong and yeah. like fired one round conveniently into the hard drive of yeah. the computer in the office. Yeah, and then they called it a uh, fucking gun nut. Yeah, there, he like, was also you know. an, an actor. 
and his uh, uh, father had ties to some intelligence agency, either oh, American or Russian. That's the thing about Sandy Hook. You fucking all, they're all crisis actors. All the parents. I don't know if I would say all. Not of all of them. them. Okay, not all, not all, not all. Okay. <coughs> not all but, crisis actors. But yeah. I, think but. I think there are definitely but. people that they let talk because they want what they have to say be heard. Like, yes. like a David Hogg type figure or something like that. David yeah. Hogg or, is sucking nut. Yeah. As Dude, far as I'm concerned, I'm talking he's a about, fraud. I'm talking about the parents that are, like, there's video footage of the parents coming out laughing and talking right. to people yeah. like that and then they go on camera and they're like, I can't believe this tragedy is happening to my... my uh, yeah, you know, I, like, with them, I do not... Is what the fuck's going on there? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that they're the parents. I, I, no. I just don't. I, don't I, think I, I, I think they're what you call a crisis actor. Somebody that like, and some some tragedies are real, and they just happen. Yeah. And Please. some are staged, and they're meant to happen a certain way. Yeah. However, I would feel that the folks that would still manipulate, a, like a, a an FF, a false flag, mm-hmm. if you will would still capitalize upon a natural tragedy. Whether someone died or not, yeah. Exactly. Totally. Absolutely. To get a to get a spin. <clears throat> never on get, it. never let a good crisis well, go to waste. The, yeah. The um <clears throat> with the Pizzagate guy, I this is off the top of my head, so I, I, I could be wrong here and I could be remembering somebody conjecturing, but uh I had heard something like the the guy who had done that he had been involved in like a hit and run or like vehicular manslaughter like like right before that. No, which guy? The guy who shot the computer. Oh, that, okay. And so the theory is that maybe he was, you know, sent in. You know, hey, we'll make these charges go away if you just I just got to fire one bullet into this computer and yeah, just, all just this, play a role. Just, it just goes away. Yeah, and really blow your mind. The yeah. guy, the Isaac Cappy, the guy that outed Tom Hanks. Yeah. He got thrown off a bridge mm-hmm. or suicided, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the guy that hit him, his name was Forrest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the guy, the, the truck fuck? that hit him, the first truck that hit him, this guy's name was, was Forrest. Yeah. Uh, Cappy allegedly had a had a note in his pocket. Yeah. Whenever he did it, that was one of the reasons that they confirmed it was a a suicide. Mm-hmm. Now, to that degree, I don't know. That could have been placed in there, but the uh, the tweet that uh, the alleged note uh, was put on was deleted then the account got deleted and apparently the person whose account it was was a big uh, television star for Univision mm-hmm. or something I, I don't watch a Spanish language so dude Anderson Cooper but, um, Anderson Cooper has no was didn't go to school for journalism he was in the CIA <laughs> yeah so like like there's there's truths that are in like the QAnon theory that are like, like, oh yeah, that's real. But whenever you, uh, whatever the fancy term was you use for this, the limited hangout, limited, limited or unlimited, limited, limited, because hangout. it only lasts for a certain amount of time until you get your agenda across, and then it just disappears. You yeah. believe the mainstream media has your best interests at heart. You have a li- 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 limited perception. What, what was the, <laughs> you you started to go off on about the Mouthy Buddha documentary series? Mm-hmm. He was going to debunk. Um, he was, uh, that was his thing, was that, I guess because he was an, an analyst and whatnot, um, he um, started off because he wanted to show that, like, this was kind of like a, like charlatans that were trying to capitalize on, like, real tragedies, mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, pedophile cults and things of that nature, and, uh, human traffickers. And then when he started getting into it in part one, it had been something that, uh, I think it was like Anthony Bourdain's death had like kind of struck a nerve with him, and then he started looking into like 
Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend and like what she was like into and things like that. And then his rabbit hole sort of went from there. His second part was about Tom Hanks and how there's um, he uh, this guy Mouthy Buddha again. This is the guy claiming it. Uh, he had uh, contacted like local authorities uh, to do the research for the documentary because it involved trying to confirm if uh, certain uh, websites, searches, things of this nature were indeed linked to child pornography or social networks online Dude, with pedophiles. Dude. So, SRC USA. Yeah, that's it. SRC USA yeah. is a fucking little side link for people to go fucking look at child pornography. Yeah, so, yeah, so this guy, Mouthy Buddha, in producing this documentary, and he was very vocal. He's like, he's like, do not attempt to do this at all. Like, this, like, and... For the love of God, on this show, do not attempt to like look I ain't even, shit up. I ain't googling that shit. But it was through. It wasn't through Google, and it wasn't through DuckDuckGo, but it was through mm. a search engine, Yandex, and Yandex through this code that was left on uh, a Tom Hanks Instagram led to this, like this whole discovery of this is a network, what the a social fuck? network off off of a Russian run search engine that you can get to. Uh, in part one, he had exposed how certain companies used, uh, I forget what it was, I think it was like BH Kids. Yeah. And that yeah. it turns out that uh, BH is used symbologically somehow tied in with a certain uh, uh, pedo cult. Yeah. Hmm. And that even like the recording artist Bad Baby who got signed yeah, when she was like 14, the, the Cash Me Outside girl. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. BH, yeah. baby. Like, like bad baby. It was yeah. like, so he took all this stuff that was supposed to be nonsensical and showed that, like, there's actually some data here that is yeah. disturbing. Yeah. And Tom Hanks was one of those. Um, That's fucking intense. Where it doesn't implicate anything, it's still only rumor, but um, it's from Isaac Cappy and Sarah Ruth Ashcroft. Sarah Ruth Ashcroft, she alleges that her father sold her as property to Tom Hanks when she was like 13, mm -hmm. and that oh Hanks my. raped her. I remember seeing those tweets going around. I don't know if anything ever coming. His little muse. I, I don't either. They're like, but weird. But like a, again, like so, like there's there's certain stuff that's in conspiracies that because you have to take things with a healthy grain of salt, especially as ludicrous as they are. Yes. But like when you can sort of put your own ego aside and sift through stuff and not look for confirmation bias, but just look at like okay, well, what seems likely, what seems provable, and what seems unsettling but likely. Right. And yeah. and. I think you have a much better uh, outlook at at uh, conspiracies that way. Yeah, there's a uh, this guy named Kim Clement. He's a uh, prophet. He died just days into Trump's presidency. It's the only time I'm going to say you know he who is not to be named's name um, <laughs> today. Uh, since since that's it, I told I told, yeah, Mike, he, he called, I told real quick. I I told Mike I was like I was like I was like let's get you on a, an episode where like we don't have like a Trump conspiracy yeah. or something like that. He's like he's like yeah he's like yeah that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> that, sounds, that, sounds, that could be new and exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shit. here we are. Yeah. Um, he he who shall not be named. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, 
Kim Clement. Oh yes. The prophet. Yeah. He. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, my boys. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. He called Trump back in 2007. He said Trump will become a trumpet, and he was prophesying over his church. And uh, he called Trump. He said that he would. He called like the North. Uh, a big sign would be North Korea. He's like most little. He's like when Trump stepped it over the DMZ, which is crazy to think about. Like, alone in 2007, that is a pretty random thing to say. Like, yeah, yeah, it is a fucking random thing to say. In 2000, it's dated in 2007, but um, he called it, and Trump fucking walked out of the DMZ. Yeah, like yeah, very uh, bold. But I mean, that's not surprising, knowing like like it's, yeah. it's Trump just like I'm gonna walk right over there. Look, you guys are gonna take a picture. It's gonna be great. You say, you say, look, there's the president over there in North Korea. It's easy to dis- it's easy to, dis- to dismiss him like that. But he what he did, man. That fucking like I, there was this meme. There's like a uh, violence in the uh, Middle East. It's like gas prices are gas prices way up. It's like we are back, baby. And it's a Joe Biden. Fucking, yeah, <laughs> and like I, I posted this meme a while ago. It was like this was 240 days ago, and they were like signing this peace agreement under Trump, and now it's like fucking spilling into the streets of New York and shooting yeah. Palestinians and, and Jews. Well, it's Israel kind of secured a lot of peace deals, I think, because now they're uh, uh, kind of wrecking shit with Palestine back mm-hmm. and forth. Oh yeah, they were. that's that's why I think a lot of those peace deals were brokered and through Trump. Trump speaks a universal language, which is you want to be rich, right? Yeah, right. Like, and that's that's a hard that's a hard sell, especially when you're a leader of the of a world or a diplomat like that, right? To be like, well, fuck yeah, I want to be rich. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, you already got the power. That power is going to be gone either from the mob or from you know your uh, your your government itself if you play by the rules, right? So yeah. when somebody walks in and they're like. It's a lot of nice money there. It's just be so a shame if anything happened to it. It's yeah. crazy yeah. to think about the, the like biblical prophecy and the fact that we're living in it and watching it. I mean, it's been going on in the Middle East forever, but it's just so crazy to think about what's going on now and like everything. Like the whole world is like watching this one little fucking area of land. It's Jews and Palestinians. That's what wars are fought over. You know what I mean? That's where money is exchanged and, and everything is, happens around that that holy city, man. They're trying to eminentize the eschaton. What the hell does that mean? Do what? I say it in a funny voice because it just it's fun to do that. But they're they're trying to eminentize the eschaton. What in the fuck? Most <laughs> 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 of y'all are bringing out yeah. words. Ella- elaborate. It makes you sound really smart when you say it that way. They're trying to. They're <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If it makes you really sound really smart or really. Uh, so tell the, me what it is. I'll decide. Yeah. The eschaton <laughs> is basically another word for the apocalypse. Okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to make the uh, <laughs> say it again Esteban they're, try, they're trying to amortize the eschaton <laughs> <laughs> trying to bring about the apocalypse they're trying to bring about the, yeah, they're, yeah. they're trying to they're <laughs> trying they're em, eminent ties they're trying to make the apocalypse <laughs> em, <laughs> spell, spell this word em, like eminent I have to write it down to spell it hang on <laughs> fucking I, I don't know how to spell it you know the word eminent yeah, like, they're like something's imminent. Like something's like, imminent. They're trying to imminentize. Yeah. Imminentize. Imminent. Imminent. They're trying to amortize the asking time. 
But in, in, in other words, they're trying to. They're trying to. <laughs> no results. <laughs> yeah. But in, in fairness, I don't know what I'm saying. Hold on. Hold on. Like, it, like when somebody says <laughs> destru- on, destruction is imminent. Yeah. Yeah. Imminentize. It gave me the definition for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of acting like a magic eight ball. Like, yeah. Try, try again later. Is this a word? Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> it might not. It, it might not be a word, but it is a phrase that I that I've heard thrown around I'm like from different. Eminatize. Eminatize the what? Eminatize. 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 <laughs> Just try imminent. And then put I Z E on the end. They gave the me the definition for more Emma. imminent. Imminent. Imminence. <laughs> Being imminent or impending. You can't use the word in the definition itself. <laughs> oh, now you want me to buy something? That's what that was, wasn't it? Likely to occur at any moment. Okay. Okay. Eminentize the Eskimo. On today's show, we look up words to make Ted look stupid. Mm. But, uh, Reginald. Sir? Eminentize the Eskimo. <laughs> 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 right away, sir. so I mean, through through a uh, complex network of, of media and, and power structures, but they're, but they're guess, basically so. what they're trying to do is they're trying to force prophecy to happen. Basically, so yeah, okay. So in like the so like in the biblical version of I'm trying to a master. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to amortize the eschaton. <laughs> okay. They're trying to mobilize the peloton. <laughs> <laughs> you can't mobilize a peloton. It's immobile. Station. Frank, you get it. I'm not stationary, bike. The peloton <laughs> must be mobilized. You got your mobilizer on the peloton. <laughs> Check the lock on it. Yeah. Uh, See that hair switch? He just sort of just just Eminentize. just like that, <laughs> and there you can mobilize the pentagon. <laughs> so uh, basically, the idea is we got off topic. We were we were talking yeah, about uh, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, and of course, that's the funniest thing that <laughs> I could think of. Yeah, it's hilarious. What brings? People together more. Eminatizing the eschaton. So ba- oh. basically, the idea from like the biblical from the biblical perspective of how the world ends is kind of just a rough version of it. Is once Israel becomes what they call Greater Israel, which is basically that whole little section that they want to they want to take over. They're gonna they're gonna build the third temple. And what uh, a lot of Christians believe is that when they build the third temple, that the Antichrist will reveal himself there and declare himself God, basically triggering the book of Revelation. Jesus comes back. And so all these neocon Zionists, like mostly Republicans, Mm. who they give all this money to Israel. What they don't tell you is that they're trying to enmitize the eschaton. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, y'all think that the, if this is a, something that could, uh, be a literal conspiracy come That's to life. So weird, man. Would that be the fake alien invasion? Yes, because Pro- Project Bluebeam, as it's colloquially known, I don't know if there's any gov- government documents that say the words Project Bluebeam on it, but 
We know they have they have holographic. They're highly classified. They we know they have holographic technology, <laughs> and they've and they've let a, let it out and and this pe- is such a good idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they've let it out piecemeal, like with the Tupac hologram at Coachella, and you know uh, there's been there there's been there's been examples of holographic technology in use, and the whole idea behind Project Blue Beam is that at some point in the future, they will have a fake, either a fake alien invasion or a fake second coming of Christ. Oh. So, yeah, that could tie into the immunization of the eschaton. <laughs> so, I'm gonna keep saying when that, that to be when sure, that happens, because sure. I'm sure if like they're um they've got these uh these uh, 5G zombie nanobots in them mm-hmm. yeah. that that's when they can activate their soldiers mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. alien lands and then just switch it on yep checkmate well, well load this program I don't know now the scary thing <laughs> the scary thing is like what is that fucking program gonna yeah. be right you know what I mean yeah. right. is that alien could be a self destruct button where yeah like like where it's just like alright well this is uh, this is gonna kill people that have this type of uh, genetic uh, settings on it mm-hmm. yeah Real easy way to get get uh, get the world down to the Georgia Guidestone numbers. Yeah, knock everything down to half a mil or whatever whatever they want to do. Yeah, eugenics. Was it, who was it? It was Prince. It was shit. I think it was the one who just died, Prince Philip. Was I think it, so. Was it Philip? I didn't know reptilians could die. That's pretty. Uh, <laughs> the, the one who just quote unquote died, Prince Andrew. Uh, but Prince, Prince Andrew. Was no, he he he, no, he figuratively died in front yeah. of the screen. Andrew was the Andrew was the Epstein one, I, and uh, uh, Philip, I believe, was the um, the Queen's husband who just recently died. But I, he said in an interview years ago that if he died, he would like to reincarnate it as a virus that would come back and uh, what in the fuck and destroy a large portion of Earth's population because. All these elites believe that the world is overpopulated, which is not true, even though it's a common, commonly held belief by most people, I think, that, oh, we all know the world's over, overpopulated, Dude, but Africa it's really not. So yeah, Africa, the 20th Africa. century didn't murder enough fucking people. Yeah. Only like 100 million got murdered. Yeah. Rookie numbers, yeah. y'all. Pump yeah. those up. Yeah, come on into the slaughterhouse. Jeez. So I don't know if you guys saw hey, this. Communism. This, this clip going around. Uh, Anything. It's authoritarianism. It comes in many different forms. Obama... Yeah. Obama was on a, one of those late night talk shows recently. I can't remember which one, but uh, I must have missed it. One, yeah, <laughs> one of the guys in the band um, asked Obama. You could tell he was being tongue in cheek, but he was like, "What about them aliens or something like that?" You know, what what about the aliens? And right. Obama's like, "Well, there's a lot. I can't tell you on air, but uh, it's really gonna mix things up." <laughs> but he's like, he's basically it's good, Obama. He's, I've practiced, <laughs> but uh, not for this show in particular. Just in my, in my every in my everyday everyday life, he's rehearsing in front of his his uh, his, his woman. <laughs> like, all right, I got this joke idea for the podcast. Uh, they're uh, trying to hypnotize Eschaton. <laughs> but he said. Um, so this guy asked him about the aliens. I'm going to keep fucking saying it. Uh, Say it, Ted. <laughs> uh, he asked him about the aliens, and he said, well, uh, if we were to find out about aliens tomorrow, then we'd have to change all the world religions. There'd have to be a lot of change to all of the, all of the world religions. Basically saying that, oh, if we found out aliens existed, then that proves there is no God, which in my opinion is the is one of the, uh, one of the ultimate agendas of the elite is they want to create a new religion 
um, which we see kind of transforming into now with like worshiping, worshiping science, uh, the science. Not it's not trust science; it's trust the science yep. with, a, with a capital S. Yeah. Um, I, and I, and like we were talking about Project Bluebeam, that would be a really good way to be like, oh, aliens are here. I guess God's not real, you know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Wild shit. Emnetize the eschaton. <laughs> like. I don't, I don't see. I mean, I, I can definitely see that working. I think twenty twenty showed how easy people can get swayed away just if like something becomes fashionable. I, I'm not a big fan of ideology becoming fashionable or just right. you know, a dogmatic way of thinking. You know, um, well, it definitely showed how easily people will follow orders, even against their best own or their own best interest. Yeah, um, and it's all a big pyramid. <laughs> well, to the idea that you know these folks at the top are uh, eugenicists. I mean, they've th- this is nothing new. You know what I mean? Like it's there's a regard for human lives as cattle that runs rampant throughout. Uh, Dude, Nazi the, scientists. As, as I was say, throughout the world of science, um, Darwin himself, evolution, like he believed that non-white people should be used as cattle. That they were less than people. That's what Darwin said. Yeah. The, the, or, the original... Nutty. The, uh, what was the, his, the original title of his book was or, Preferred... On, on, uh, yeah, on the origin of the species and the preferred races, I yeah. believe. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very progressively minded scientist. I would agree. I would agree. Um, like, like, horrendous, like, like, ideology that, like, you know, ironically enough, the the church, you know, Vatican bankrolls like that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, but so, so you got people like you got Darwin, you got Margaret Sanger who wanted to use Planned Parenthood to eliminate the black race. Uh-huh. You got people like um, supposedly there's now coming out counter arguments to that 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 wasn't her ultimate goal. Uh-huh. Well, it was just one of her goals. But yeah, but she still oh, like oh, well, she well, still like would go to like. Like uh, what? What were they called? Like like VFW halls, like mm-hmm. local. You know, where you, you used to have shows where you could, but like like clan rallies in like small town America to, to talk that. with like like members of the white community there about eugenics. A, I was going to say that as a joke. She she would go to clan rallies. No, like she would. <laughs> she, no, she'd be up in there. Okay. She would be like like okay. a guest at like these places. So like like th- like this is a a, a an anti-human like agenda <laughs> that masks itself as like as almost as luciferian as you can imagine yeah it. and dude david you know, ike david ike's been I, talking I guess about... i should say as satanic as you could because yeah. uh, satan means adversary right right so mm. it's as adversarial to like love and compassion and like helping the world out and like people out as you can get it's all about... you could all you could also <laughs> Yeah, look those words up. <laughs> Get back, Satan. But uh, um, you could call it Luciferian as well because uh, I think you actually talked about this recently on your show. Um, Lucifer is often equated with Prometheus mm. because Prometheus stole the fire from the gods, gave it to man, and Lucifer is called the light bringer. But the, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and I mean a lot of people have this opinion, some people look at it differently. Lucifer is like a as as being the the light, the light, you know the the, He's known the as light, the, the, the light bringer, the morning star. But, yeah. but um, in my opinion, that's the light, the, the the created light, the false light. 
like yes. the, where the true light is the uncreated light of the Father or God or right. creation, the source. right? Source. Whatever, whatever, you, whatever Satan, you. Satan rules over over the earth. Whatever, whatever you want to call it. So it, and, and well, so, I mean that, 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 that would t- in the Bible it says that in the Bible it said Jesus said that all the time. He's the ruler of the world. He was. The, he's the ruler. He's the prince of this world. But yeah. But so yeah. you could you could say it was Luciferian in a way because these people. Um, if they do believe in God, they hate God, and if and if even even if they do or, or don't, doesn't matter. Luciferianism, you believe that you are God, you are your own God, and so when they say, "Oh, I want to come back as a virus and kill all these people," or or we need to reduce the population because I don't have enough resources and I'm God and fuck everybody else yeah. except yeah. for me and the people mm-hmm. I care about, like so like. Uh, while we were naming people, you know, we got Margaret Sanger, Darwin, you got people like uh, Bill Gates saying if we do a really good job of vaccines, we can slow population growth. Yeah. Prince Philip, uh, you got um, whoever the fuck built the Georgia Guidestones saying that we need to maintain a population of 500 it's not, million. It's not hard to imagine all of humankind siphoning off into someone's fucking project. You know what I mean? Like pet project. Totally. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Well, and, then you've, and then you've got people uh, doing gain of function research trying to take dangerous diseases and making them more dangerous yeah, well, for some reason like why yeah. the fuck would you ever do that so we know how to fight it so yeah. you're you're creating yeah, you, something horrible in order to learn how to fight yeah. the horrible thing it's like can we make godzilla it, no it's 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 yeah. Yeah, it's fucking stupid right it's it's like i want to learn how to be a firefighter so i burn my house down yeah. that's yeah. a really i good. wanted to learn how to be a lifeguard so i watched my friend drown <laughs> That's actually a really good way to put it. It was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to see what it looks like when the life leaves their eyes. Yeah. Like, wanted to be a test pilot, so I stole a plane and jumped out of it at a low enough altitude. (laughs) Totally off topic, but check out Sky King, because he he stole an airplane, and it's a pretty cool story. You know about Sky King? I've I've seen uh, some some rogue grand theft... Aviary? What? What would? What would that crime be? It's not auto grand grand theft aviation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just invented a new video game franchise. I mean, it sounds fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a really cool. There's, there's, uh, they have his last recordings <laughs> while he's on the plane, and he's like, he's just having a good. He's just a dude who, like, I guess he was fed up with life, and he just decided to stole steal a plane. And he's just sitting there having conversations with traffic control, just like, man, if I do a good job landing, you think they'll give me a job? He ultimately he flew off into the sunset and killed himself, but uh, <laughs> but he he I don't know. He's just, just like ah fuck it. What is this now? Sky King. Sky King. Yeah. What yeah. is that? Uh, it's just some dude who stole a plane. He it, it was like this. What? He wanted to he, <laughs> fucking what? He wanted to he wanted to go out on a good note and he. My he, name is henceforth Sky King. No, no. I, I think no. I, I think <laughs> he's got his friend filming it like a TikTok or something. Yeah. He's like coming around. My name is henceforth Sky King. Goes back, steals a plane, and then you just see him take off. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think people on 4chan called him named him that but uh, I like that story but <laughs> anyway inter- interesting YouTube video check it out when you get some time Sky, 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 Sky King oh god alright what's next uh, well we were talking about uh, we were talking about a bunch eug- of eugenics right so um, segway segway uh Whitney Welcome Webb, a journalist, 
did a um, did a report on uh, uh, AstraZeneca that I thought was kind of interesting. So uh, uh, AstraZeneca is a you know it's a their their vaccine is a, as we talked earlier it's not mRNA it uses a chimpanzee identivirus vector. I'm trying to imitate this one. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is the next word on my bullet is the word tied and like tied and tried yeah. to immunitize the Escobar. Twide. Twide. We twied. So I had to uh, We twied did not and then had to look at for So a what second. the fuck is chimpanzee Gatorade or whatever you said? I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Again, I'm no scientician. Yeah. I you know, I just work here. Um, but from what I gathered, it's it uses a uh, a spike protein. They said it's uh, been tried before in humans. Um, uh, this uh, spike protein, I I guess it it teaches the body to like this is like what you fight mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Um, but some uh, some interesting things with it. Um, uh, I mentioned it was tied with the uh, University of Oxford, right? Um, it's uh, being used through Gavi as well to distribute uh, developing countries, but uh, it claims to be not for profit. That's one of its big selling points that it advertises is that like you know it's it's sticking it to big pharma, you yeah, know. Okay. So um, the interesting thing, the Financial Times uh, reported that uh, uh, I guess in a no, uh, no short terms that. They uh, set a target, AstraZeneca did, of July 1st, this year, 2021, for uh, declaring the pandemic over. Then uh, uh, it's uh, theorized to be an annual event. Like, that's their plan, right? To have, like, yearly injections. Right. Mm -hmm. So the second generation, as they've uh, expressed to their shareholders, will begin to be profitable. And... Mm. So, like, technically, a little roundabout. Yeah, they're they're not uh, the the only royalties I think that they're getting are like uh, the royalties mm-hmm. to, trying to, to keep a, a non-profit uh, uh, going. <laughs> they could be trying to amenitize Escatol. I'm not sure, <laughs> but they're um, trying to profitize AstraZeneca champagne. <laughs> Chimpanzee identifiers vector. Chim chim All right. No, 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 no. That does not sound like a viable so, option to me. One thing I. But they're uh, they're using a company, uh, Vaxitech. Like Vax. Va- va- something out of an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, like the Vaxitech. They're trying to poison the people here. I don't understand, Mary. I'm not lying to you. It's like some out of a Paul Verhoeven film. Tell Borgi to meet me at the whorehouse on 71st and Park Ave tonight. <laughs> Tell him I can't be alone but to go in the back. Don't bring his badge. It'll only get in words. So Vaxitech, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're funded uh, in part by uh, the Deutsche Bank, uh, by a, a venture capital arm of Google, and by the uh, UK government, so they're uh, working with the uh, uh, the Jenner Institute. It uh, used uh, 
It was uh, formed in 1995. Uh, it was originally a partnership between, uh, we mentioned them earlier, uh, GlaxoSmith and Klein mm-hmm. and the UK government. And then in 2004, they kind of did a makeover where the Peerbright Institute of uh, 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 Gates uh, himself starts showing showing up. That's uh, Bill Gates. Uh, he's associated with Pierre Bryce. Okay, um, it sounded familiar. Um, and Oxford, uh, with uh, Adrian Hill, was put in charge of it. So uh, Adrian Hill uh, had close ties over. Uh, uh, he heads uh, the um, whatchamacallit? What's it called? Uh, he has the Jenner Institute. Sorry, y'all. I'm fucking reading off of my shitty handwriting here. Um, but the Jenner Institute is part of the Oxford Vaccine Group. So check this out. This is interesting. So Andrew Pollard, he's a guy who heads the Oxford Vaccine Group. He works for the Jenner Institute. So he claims that the reason why they were so prepared for the COVID vaccine is that this is in January 2020. He shared a taxi with a guy who was a modeler for the UK Scientific Advisory Group for Emergencies, who told him there would be a new pandemic like the 1918 Spanish flu. So they began to uh, uh, put millions of dollars into the early development of a vaccine that they didn't know. That he just heard about. From a guy in a taxi. Jesus. And that's what they based the recommendations for of uh, lockdowns in the UK. What? What the fuck? Uh, uh, they also used a guy, uh, uh, Neil Ferguson. He was uh, a, a modeler as well. So it's uh, they're thinking that it, it might be him because he was one of the guys that publicly came out and was like, like, look, if we want to flatten the curve, like we gotta, we gotta like you know trust the science. Yeah, two weeks to flatten the curve. This. Two years later. So this um, so how's how's all this uh, stuff tie in with like eugenics, like we were talking about? So. Uh, <coughs> So uh, Adrian Hill, this is the guy who was the, in and, and 2004, uh, was put in charge of the Jenner Institute where they started putting a lot of money into the vaccines. Like that was their focus. So he, uh, his advisor when he was a doctoral student was a guy named David Weatherall. Uh, David Weatherall is, uh, he runs the Weatherall Institute of Molecular Medicine and he's a member of the Galton Institute. Uh, the Galton Institute is also at their 100-year, uh, what do they call it, centennial. Mm-hmm. At their centennial, this guy, Adrian Hill, spoke at. Uh, the Galton Institute was originally named the Eugenics Society. <laughs> <laughs> they went, the they went through a makeover in 1989, rebranding themselves from the Eugenics Society yeah. To the Galton Institute. <laughs> so there's this other what? There's this other company, Welcome with two L's, as in like wellness. Yeah. Welcome yeah, yeah. Trust, right? There is a this uh, developer uh, Sarah Hilbert, uh, who's now with uh, uh, or the developer of the AstraZeneca vax. She's one of the co-developers of it. Was a co-founder of Vaxitech. Worked under this guy, Adrian Hill, at the Welcome Center for Human Genetics. Uh, the Welcome Center for Human Genetics uh, currently is, uh, or I shouldn't say currently, this is December 2020, is testing a new malaria vaccine on 40,000, or excuse me, 4,080 African children. Oh my God. Just testing. They, just all, testing why do they always test it on African children first? Well, 
interestingly <clears throat> enough, one of the reasons why is because they're testing the grounds for vaccines specifically developed for treatment by race or population. Uh, right? So how dense is the populace right. and what race? What color are they? Yeah. Uh, and they're they're testing it out in Africa. Of and, course. Uh, yeah, Africa can feed the world, but it can't feed itself. So this this company, Welcome Trust, whenever they uh, they first archived their publications, you know, like from whatever they were in the library, I guess, to the internet, yeah. you know, <laughs> the first thing they uh, uh, archived was not any medical journals, no scientific journals, no, it was the Eugenics Society's uh, entire archives. Oh they my God. They had that. <laughs> we a, have to say not this. a good look. So uh, the guy who was uh, arguably the founder of uh, eugenics, Francis Galton, right? He's, uh, yeah, of course, he's heralded as a, a forward thinker and not a racist <laughs> eugenicist. <laughs> but like these, these are institutions and organizations that they're saying now that like, like you, sh- you need to trust, like trust the science. Even, <laughs> even fascist Fauci himself got kind of like uppity the other day on the news. That, Heaven like, forbid you get uppity, doctor. Uh, Rand, Rand Paul, God bless Rand Paul, man. We talk, when, he he, said, when he said, I am the science. Yeah, when he equated himself <laughs> with science. So if you critique him, you son of a bitch, you're critiquing science. He's yeah. back, to, back to science as uh, a religion. He, yeah, the same Bible-thumping assholes the that pu- when they were being dicks when I was younger, that I would critique them and their religious hypocrisy. They'd be like... Are you saying that Jesus sucks? I'll kick your ass right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? He, he's basically said, you suck. Nothing about Jesus. <laughs> he's basically cla- claiming to be the Pope of Science. Yeah. Because the, 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 yeah. In Catholicism, the Pope is supposed to supposed to be you know the Vicar of Christ. He's the represent representation of Jesus on yeah, Earth. Yeah, the Hierophant. So, yeah. He, so Fauci Fauci is claiming to be the human manifestation of science. Yeah, trust him, Ted. <clears throat> Fuck, trust it. Well, he only murdered like all the gays and blacks in the eighties with the fucking <laughs> AZT, man. Man, people yeah. forget. People kind of forget shit really quickly. Dallas that- Buyers Club. That's a great movie, man. Um, and it goes in. Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Yeah, and it goes into AZT and you know how it was really not helping. It was just you know basically a, a little project to see. You know, little, you yeah, know, let's test- ki- let's let's start killing off certain communities. Yeah. Who do they want to kill off? Well, I mean, they didn't like gay people, so it kind of seems like that they uh, would kind of work with eugenicists that have been like, hey, we've been giving uh, black Americans like, like, uh, uh, what was it, the Tuskegee and the syphilis shit, like, back in the day? Like, I mean, all all the shit's interconnected to me, you know what I mean? The, um, while we're on Fauci, I've got some stuff on Kerry Mullis, uh, unless you had more on the uh, Eugenics Institute. No, no, that's that's kind of about... That's kind of about it. I just um, I thought it was pretty uh, interesting because Whitney Webb is like fucking really really detailed. Dude, she's of, fucking she's kick ass. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's only so much because she'll just like calmly and like very like like chipper like just like give like all this information in her interviews where it's like holy fuck, dude. So but she writes well too. I just I I take in data better auditory than I do reading. I'm the dude. I'm exactly the same. I li- I literally listen to podcasts for like ten hours a day. Yeah. But um, I barely read anymore. So on Fauci, Fauci was, so he's the leader of the National Institute of Health. And back in the 80s, he was the one who was pushing this um, treatment for, for HIV and AIDS 
called AZT, which was a chemo drug. It was a cancer treatment that had been rejected by the FDA because it was too dangerous. It killed too many people in clinical trials to be viable for medical use. So Fauci's out there pushing AZT to cure AIDS. And the way that they were testing for AIDS was using a, uh, say, polymerase chain reaction or PCR test, which is the same test they're using to test for COVID now. So the, the man who invented the PCR test, his name is Kerry Mullis. He won a Nobel Prize for chemistry in 1993. He, crea- he created this test so that for analysis. So let's say you wanted to analyze a, a certain piece of uh, genetic material, but the genetic material is so minuscule that you can't, there, there's no way to analyze it. So he invented this system that basically you take genetic material, you heat it up, throw in a, uh, an extra enzyme, that enzyme, so the d- DNA separates and the enzyme uh, replicates the genetic material. And, and then, so you've got, d- you've got your original DNA, you've got copies of that DNA, those copies can be made into copies, which can be made into copies, which, so you're, you're basically, you're taking something that's really hard to analyze and making copies of it over and over and over again. So it's easier to look at it under a, uh, under a microscope. Okay. Okay. So I'm picturing a centrifuge for some reason. That's that's basically in my head. That's what it looks like. I don't know if a centrifuge is involved, but I see a bunch of test tubes just <laughs> yeah. spinning, spinning around. Yeah, and so like if you get more and more of it, then it's, I would imagine that like like yeah, you would be able to see more. It's a it's a cycle system. So you can run a PCR test at different cycles. It's kind of like a Peloton. <laughs> I don't know any better. It seems like they're trying to immunize the. <laughs> they're trying to cyclize the peloton. <laughs> so, uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, basically that's what a PCR test does. It's so that you can analyze a piece of genetic material more easily by literally creating more of it. It's not meant for medical diagnosis, and there are countless, not countless, there's a handful of videos of Kerry Mullis going around on the internet. They're easy to find, where he's calling Fauci basically a retard. <laughs> and that he doesn't know anything about medicine. He doesn't know anything about micro electro, electroscopy? I'm trying to microtize electrons. <laughs> but uh, basically, he chat. Electroscope. Scoopy? Electroscopy? Electroscopy. Challenge. Microelectroscopy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Somebody was challenging Fauci. Kerry Mullis, the Which, inventor of the I mean, of the, the audacity test. of that, oh. right? Because he is the science. He's the Pope of science. Uh, I am the so science. He, 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 <laughs> Look, I am the science. More <laughs> okay? There's nothing you can say that if you if you cast stones at me, you're literally... You're, you're casting stones at the science. You know what I mean? <laughs> You can't, you can't do that. Is it just me, or is he, um, but Barbara Streisand in drag? Oh my God, he kind of. If you ever he, seen him in the same room together? Is she alive still? <laughs> I think so. I, I mean, even if she's not, I haven't seen her like publicly. She, she is Tony Fauci. Oh my God! But what if they are. That's weird. <laughs> she gets home, takes off the bald cap. <laughs> Let's let's her hair out, takes off the fake nose. She's got like the Michael Jackson face, you know, where like she just the nose is all prosthetic, so she puts mm-hmm. on her trademark Streisand nose and she walks in the kitchen, she's like, You should have heard what I said today. You should have heard the way I talked. Tony Fauci is Mecca Mecca Streisand. Ooh. But uh so 
Anyway, the uh, so the inventor of the test they're using to test for coronavirus now was, was Colin Fauci, an idiot back in the 90s, challenged him publicly, challenged him to, to debate, a, te- a televised debate. Uh. Just, Fauci basically just ignored him. He he what? yeah didn't. And when did this guy commit suicide? <laughs> well, <laughs> right. He actually lived to be a decent age, but guess when he died? About three months before the coronavirus or before COVID nineteen was ever first publicly said. And he wouldn't mm-hmm. be around. He's not like, around. He's not well, around now to tell everybody he that was the, the anti-Fauci. The that the tests we're using are not for medical diagnosis. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, AIDS Hitler, as I've heard him called. <laughs> <laughs> Fauci doesn't really. No, because I think it, I think I like that. I call him fascist Fauci. So I mean, AIDS Hitler. I mean, sounds sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, he's basically the po- as the Pope of Science. He is. He doesn't have anybody with enough credibility to really counter anything he says whatever he says that's what the doctors are telling you the doctors are telling you you have coronavirus because the pcr test said oh yep there's coronavirus but the thing about the pcr test you can run it at five cycles 10 cycles 20 cycles you can mobilize your peloton (laughs) but so if you test for something you know yeah i've heard that before though like levity aside that like the more um cycles that you run you essentially a good comparison I have is in the, with images, it begins to it. interpolate, so you get blurry, mm. and like you get less detail, so the accuracy starts to diminish. It's like you're saying right. like, too close to the elephant or something like that. Well, it basi- basically, so huh. like trying to immunize the <laughs> You know how they they say um, like our gut biome is like full of all like basically everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're constantly carrying. E. coli, and you know, probably everybody, you know, everybody's got a little bit of cancer. Everybody's got a, probably a little bit of HIV or a- anything you can name. And tiny, yeah, 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 sure. tiny. <laughs> I know it's not just me. <laughs> but but I mean, ahead, we're ahead. we're constantly carrying around these deadly, deadly viruses, mm. all of us. But they're in such a minuscule amount that it's not going to affect you at all, and you can't even really identify it. You know Isn't the human body like more bacteria than anything else? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you could. A lot of people say that we're we are the ba- like we are the bacteria in our gut more than we are our own free will yeah, person. Yeah, I heard but, that. You're, the gut is your second brain, or whatever. But um, so so basically, like, let's say it used I, to be my dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think now it's the balls. You know, the so, balls kind of steer me towards the long term. It's like we do yeah. not need to breed this way. <laughs> so if we should not pass our genetics on with this specimen, yeah. This would be detrimental to the long-term goal. No, mm-hmm. so the other nut does not sound. That's just that's just one of the nuts. The other one is just like you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh gosh! So, He's got a point, Cole. <laughs> so let's say I took a HIV test, right? Or let's let's say I was te- I was testing for HIV with a PCR test. And just to be clear, I don't have HIV, but but if you ran it through a PCR test enough cycles, anybody, you know, if you run it a hundred cycles, you're gonna be like, oh my god, this guy's gonna die of AIDS tomorrow. You know what I mean? You, right. oh, okay. you could test you could test a piece of fruit for COVID nineteen, and if you run it at enough cycles, it's gonna test positive. That's what David Icke was saying before so, the whole shit. I'm sorry. No, no, no. When the whole shit fucking started, David Icke was like, this is what they're doing. They're testing for the certain. This is what they're going to do. They're going to test for a certain genetic material, and they're going to call that COVID, and they're going to fucking use it to 
do all this other shit. And that, that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, the reason I use HIV specifically as an example is because Kerry Mullis, the inventor, he was skeptical of the link between HIV and AIDS. Now, everybody knows mm. the science is settled <clears throat> that HIV, if you get HIV, it will cause you to have AIDS. Now, at the time when Mullis was uh, investigating this, he could find no peer-reviewed uh, papers that had any evidence of that. He, If you go on his Wikipedia page now, they basically try to make him look like a crazy person because he doesn't believe that HIV and AIDS have any correlation or didn't when he was alive. But um, that's what started the beef between him and Fauci. So I forgot my point. But basically, you could test that guitar on the wall for uh, cat DNA. Well, that's because it's made yeah. some sick music. One cool cat playing it. Well, because, I mean, bonk- it's not now. That guitar has bonkers DNA on it. I think we you could just kind of assume that, right? It probably has more DNA than that on it. Yeah, but <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is if you ran that guitar, the genetic material on that guitar through a PCR test enough times, according to science, that guitar is a cat. Mm. So that's why you have all these, all these different, <laughs> these, and it's different in different parts of the world, different parts of the country. Depending on the cycle rate you're running your PCR test, you're going to have different rates of false positives, false negatives. Fuck. That's, that's where the whole idea of asymptomatic carriers came from. People who are not sick but supposedly have COVID-19, that's the whole idea behind the lockdown, that's behind the mask, because you might be sick and you don't even know it. Yeah. So you're going to get everybody else sick. Yeah. Now, Fauci... That, I, that was the one... One thing that, like, with me, I was just like, that doesn't seem logical. They straight up caught because Fauci. He, they, Rand Paul caught Fauci. He was like, you said you said you didn't uh, fund gain of research, gain, gain of function research, and he's like, clearly here, this is where you you did. Well, now it's show, now his emails uh, through the Freedom of Information Act. His e- emails have been released, yeah. which it's like I, I'm not going to read. It's like five thousand fucking pages. Yeah, but. yeah. Godspeed, readers <laughs> yeah. out there on the internet. But the but the highlights I've seen so far is that yeah, he through the National Institute of Health, he definitely was funding gain of function research in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I said this already for people who don't know what gain of function research is. You take a dangerous virus, you make it more dangerous. Yeah, we already talked about this. Yeah, you're gonna create find ways gonna to create it. Godzilla so we can create a weapon strong enough to kill Godzilla. Yeah, it's it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it, it's. Like a lot of eschaton, so we're trying to immunize. It's like I find I find that a lot of the things our (laughs) our tax money is supposed to go to. It's like this. This is what you guys are. This is what you're doing. Right. You're you're taking our money that we should be using to like roads and schools, and you're putting towards viral. Yeah, like create necessary viral uh, experiments. Yeah, create jobs and projects for people that have nothing to do. Like seriously, and instead they're like, you know what? We're gonna do the opposite of that. Yeah. Shut it down. Yeah, dude. Call the human race a virus. Like you know? what? Oh my god, dude. Like, but the um, the asymptomatic carriers. Like with me, it's just like, well, wouldn't that apply with everything? Right. Like everything. <laughs> like like, I so like I, that seems to me is just like like panic porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. and I'm, I, I, I do not get off in such a manner, sirs. Mm-hmm. It, um, it's psychological abuse. It's you. You're dangerous to the, your loved ones. Yeah. You're <clears throat> dangerous. The air that you breathe is killing. Is destroying the environment. Yeah. You know, the, the once you understand problem, reaction, solution, the whole world, everything you look at from 9/11 to coronavirus, AIDS, 
everything you look at becomes whoa this shit who somebody did this yeah back to the Reichstag fire back to the fall of the Roman Empire yeah they say Nero played a fiddle while Rome burned huh the emperor you know it's dude an interesting thought uh, I've been having lately or uh, Tim Pool actually said this he was like he's like think about the, like the Brooklyn Bridge he's like did we do anything to contribute to the building of that bridge? He's like, we're standing on the on the shoulders of giants, mm-hmm. and we're complaining you know, about bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Man, I wonder if Tim Pool's in the mud flood. That'd be fucking tight. <laughs> Dude, Tim Pool's one of my favorite man. He's, he's Tim, I, I like Tim Pool because he's he's logical. Mm-hmm. He um, invites different-minded people onto his shows. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And he. He really does a good job with just like just reading the news, comparing it, and he flushes things out pretty damn good. And it's looking like the you know the left and the riots and all the shit is is just trying to immunitize as well. Well, and he's and he's not into conspiracies, so like I I like that because I I. I don't need a daily dose of like, 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 we're back here again, fighting the information war. Yeah. <laughs> got the documents. Yeah, I, I, I got, got a, got a good show. Owens in the back, he's working on something right now. <laughs> I never got into him, but, um, I just, I just never tried, but I hear he's pretty like even handed, middle of the road, kind of. He is. Um, uh, he's self uh, he's no, self acknowledging milk toast. He's pretty much libertarian. I was gonna say milk well, toast, he's but that sounds like the an truth insult. about what's going on the best he can, right. and it's uh, not looking good for the the leftists and, and the. How can we go th- from four years of prosperity and peace in the Middle East and all these good things happening under Trump? <laughs> you fucking think he's the fucking devil and the Antichrist, and then Biden gets in office and all your fucking gas prices go up. There's fucking the world's on fire yeah, again. But, yeah, but we feel better about it. Yeah, because uh, he's not mean. We solved it. Yeah, we did it, y'all. We did it. Yay! <laughs> it's at th- at this point. I was I was talking with a uh, uh, Joseph Williams about this. Meanwhile, the, the Russians on, are fucking shaving their heads and fucking polishing their boots, ready to come and rape us all. Okay. I was talking with uh, Joseph about it, about um, uh, because you know he's uh, a leftist, and he was talking about uh, how people were just sort of just like. Duped for lack I don't want to put words in his mouth, but like by the Biden and using Trump as an avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like I was like, well yeah, I think Absolutely. I think he's worse than Trump by like, yeah. like no like no argument at all. Tell a tree by his fruits, man. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, like a lot of people they get again, like they get caught up in like sort of like this fashion, right? What what what's trending? What's fashion? If you if you keep repeating it, eventually people are just gonna be like, well, it has to be the truth. I'm yeah. it. A lie repeated over time yeah. becomes fact. Becomes the yeah. truth. Uh, history is a set of lies agreed upon. Yeah. And then there's a, also a conspiracy that there's a world reset during the 19th century in which Napoleon was constructed that he's not an actual person. I've heard that really a lot. Of, that that a, a lot of historical figures are actually amalgamations of. Or whatever the opposite of amalgamation is. Yeah, uh, time is a human construct. From and all these, oh, it ties in with the mud flood thing, with all these old <clears throat> structures and old cities being not built but found. Right. There's um in San Francisco is a good example in um 
I'm totally probably going to get the year wrong, but it's in the mid-19th century, so I think it's like the 1850s, mm-hmm. you know, because it's af- after the 49, 1849, I think, is when everybody started going out west with the gold mine rush. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time, San Francisco was alleged to have a, a population of around 200,000. Huge city, like, for, for that time. 1850? Yeah, like, it may, again, we, it may be later than that. No, yeah, but yeah. But, but like, still. But, like, mid, you know, I, I'd have to pull up the, uh, the YouTube video. It'd take too long. I'm just saying, it. if it's 100, 250, <laughs> that's a lot, right? But what's interesting about it is that this uh, this photographer did a panorama from a uh, one of the hills overlooking San Francisco of uh, all the uh, all the city. So I guess this would have been later with the panorama. So maybe like the eighteen eighties, maybe. I don't know. Photography was a thing in the late nineteenth century. Yeah, well, I, mean, I know they had daguerreotypes like in the nineteenth century, but mm. these seem to be like not daguerreotypes, but actual. But anywho, um, the the streets are abandoned. They're abandoned. And uh, they're middle of the day with, you can uh, look at, uh, some of them, uh, they have uh, images, they have fence posts, right? And the shadow of the fence post is a short shadow. The short shadow is only going to happen, like, at at that midday. About around noon, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a city of 200,000 should be bustling in these streets. Right. There should be, like, all sorts of life. And there's a horse, there's one horse that's found that has, like, a... uh, like a buggy attached to it, presumably the photographers. Right. But like this entire city, it's beautiful. Like, and this like, is real like legit photo. photographs. Yeah, of San Francisco. Already constructed. Already constructed. So like it's with no people, no none in sight, and wow. I presume midday. And what? it's a theme in a lot of cities at this time. There's also a theme that's going on of selling your children. And uh, baby farms and uh, orphans. This, this like, is around the time of the orphan trains? Exactly right, around yeah. the time of the orphan trains, where you had all these displaced children, like thousands and thousands, that seemingly were moved into cities that also seemingly have evidence that they were empty during this time. Uh-huh. As if they were sending orphans in in some Lord of the Flies type scenario to be like, repopulate the city. City's y'alls. Okay, boss. Yeah. What? But, uh, that that by itself is a whole fucking like where did they come from? Who, are their parents dead? Where are they yeah. right? What what seems to be disputed well, well, is the, when the vast influx of orphans was due to what? Not, nobody it, it, nobody exactly knows, but the theory is there was some kind of cataclysm about two hundred years ago yeah. or so in in England you around that time. I think we'd have heard about that. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but not not if you control the narrative. If you think uh-huh. about 20th century, all of a sudden the the school books are changing, where it's like, as rightly so, they're like, you know, we should uh, have school for everybody. Do you know right? what, it, what a crime it is that most of the kids today don't know what happened in the 20th century with communism and socialism and authoritarianism, or knowing that the uh, Vatican hundreds, funded the Nazis, hundreds, like that was yeah, never taught. Yeah, hundreds of millions of people have been fucking killed because of tribalism and exactly what you see what's going on right now and uh it's not it's not looking good man stock up you know bibles beans and bullets I'm trying to him and tasa it. <laughs> i also think <laughs> this episode didn't already have a title that would that yeah, would i've been right thinking around. that this whole time another <laughs> no. uh 
another thing. You spell it though. You'd have to spell it purposely incorrectly. I'm trying to immunize Daskatom. Trying to mobilize Let's get this campaign on the ground. I mean, not knowing about history in the last twenty, you know, in the twentieth century. Like, okay, so like, like you said, people don't know that Nazis. The only reason we have the space program now is because we took a bunch of Nazis from the yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people do know that. A lot of people know where their shtick was. Here's a lot yeah. of here, here's something that most people don't know, and I guarantee you, the majority of leftists don't know, especially people who identify as Marxist, socialist, communist, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say. So uh, Mao Zedong went to Yale. Yeah. No shit. Yes, dude. He went to Yale, and guess who trained his guerrillas? The OSS, which would later become the CIA. So like I, you always hear you, you always hear these leftists talking about like, um you know oh the the American government goes and overthrows these uh you know these governments and then installs a right wing dictator. It's like homie, they play on both sides and always have been. Yeah, yeah you have to. Yeah. You that, have to. They'll even uh, uh, depose a despot that they themselves put in place to make it seem like a revolution happens. Right. You guys want a bottle of water? Uh, I'm good, uh, thank you. I'll take one. Here you go, Mike. Thank you, my friend. For sure. So not, no, I mean... That's crazy, though. Like, if, if the OSS... Uh, and... Oh, I'm taking this fucking belt off. That was, oh, an hour's getting down to business. Oh, zip. So if people, people don't know where NASA came from and people don't know that the CIA trained mouse gorillas, it's... Not hard to extra- extrapolate from that that we definitely didn't know what was going on 200 years ago or 250 in the mid 19th century, as other than what it says in textbooks. You know, correct. We really have no. Our yeah. memory really goes only as far back Civil War as, as our as, as as our oldest living ancestor. Si- si- Civil War seems to be like like so. You can't can't, right. you can't really prove anything 100 percent before that. You can prove battles took place. Like if, yeah, you, if you go bullets. if you go if you go to like certain places like Shiloh or Antietam mm-hmm. and like you you actually go there, there's enough relics to show you that like this was a war torn area. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like aside from like the vibe itself that you get in some of these places where it's just mm. like, God damn. Dude. Bad things like, happen here. Like this is like just this is hell. But you just literal hell. Yeah. But you take take it back just a little bit further and it's like who knows if Napoleon was a real dude. Yeah, so or Alexander so, the Great or Chris Columbus or anybody. So writing. the politics of the 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 post Civil War era, you you then start seeing these things get passed. Where the argument is, uh, you know, we have to make sure that slavery can never be attempted again. Well, how do we do that? Well, we take away the states' rights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Therefore, they don't have the right to declare. So, and and that aside, they also say like, well, you can still have slaves if they're a prisoner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they're. And everything before that is is kind of like debatable. Even uh, further, I think it was like eighteen seventy nine or seventy one. I get those numbers confused in my head sometimes. As weird as that is, um, <laughs> one and nine, one and one and, one and nine, because oh, they're okay. in my mind they're sort of dependent on one another. Yeah. <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> <laughs> But um, uh, that's uh, when uh, the first steps towards our country being a corporation right. more so than a country. Mm-hmm. And then it got f- 
worsened as far as I'm concerned whenever Woodrow Wilson took office. And then it yeah, was like, Woodrow Wilson was an the Federal Reserve, here you go. You can yeah. buy. You can buy this fucking country. <laughs> yeah, dude. And oh, you guys a, want it? Oh, I got, I got a commission, right? Woodrow Wilson <laughs> was you. an outspoken racist. Not just in, like, closeted. He was an outright bigot. Like, he was the president of the United States. Yeah. Well, then Woodrow you Wilson. Truman, not too long after, who was racist as fuck, basically fucked everything up even worse. What was it? The new, the new Deal was what? Under Lyndon? FDR. 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 Okay. FDR, no, to, not to, yeah, to his credit. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking of, not Truman, FDR. Yeah. FDR, to, to his credit, when he wasn't, you know, putting uh, Asian Americans into fucking concentration camps. Um, All you got to do is go. <laughs> God damn. Just kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, but <laughs> every, every episode, I'm worried as I got to What's Mike, what's Mike gonna say? He'd be like, "Hey, this envelope needs to be pushed a little bit, doesn't it? It looks like it's sticking out. It can be flush if I push I think, it." I was fucking this girl. She's like, "I don't know. I'm just like, I see like some underlying like tones of bigotry, maybe." I'm like, "No, I'm not a fucking bigot. I'm just fucking." Man, my penis is inside of you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't really care what your ego is justifying at this point. Oh, you fucking get a fucking sounds like life with that shit. Sounds like man. the post-nut clarity kicked in, and she's just like... It's a bit of bigotry going where, on. Where am I? Where, where are my morals? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, you need to have a baby and fucking... Uh, pray to God, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Put that on a t-shirt. Right. Have a baby, pray to God. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Jesus. So, what were we talking about? Uh... History is fake. Reset. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mudflood. <laughs> right. Oh, and then the yeah, the Mobil- Woodrow Mobil- Wilson mobilizing the peloton. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta mobilize your peloton. If you going immunize it, needs to be like a clip. I bet you could get probably a full minute if you just like took nothing but just sections of that word, yeah. just like one after the other, put them together. You dad's escatom. You dad's escatom. You dad's escatom. Mobilize your Peloton. Psychalize your Amazon. Well, Michael Amazon. Price. Trying to privatize a chimpanzee. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta you just gotta verbalize your lexicon. Fucking <laughs> right. That's, that's your, oh, oh don't, shit. Don't, don't, Sorry. Yeah. Not that one. Ooh. That might, burn it that down. That might, 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 Again, that's all we do here, folks. Give you the truth. <laughs> They're trying to immunize the eschaton, and you need to be aware. You do. Tune in for all your fear. fear so, war. honestly, I could do this shit all fucking day. Um, <laughs> we're actually we're not that far in. We got oodles of time. But I, I think that's a good. We're talking about fake history and things being reset this um so the last time we were all three together we were talking about um was it event 201 the uh the basically a war game or like a simulated pandemic 
and it was sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who we talked about a lot last time. Johns Hopkins. John, Johns Hopkins oh. and the World Economic Forum. Are you trying to immunize the Eskatown? You're <laughs> bound to run some of these folks along the way. Don't scrutinize the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the second word is the hardest one to come up with because it's like, fuck. Esteban. Uh, My mind just yeah. keeps thinking that Esteban's the apocalypse. Yeah, don't get, don't get I, me thinking in rhyme again. My name is Esteban, but they call me the apocalypse. <laughs> they call me Esketan. <laughs> <laughs> they are not wrong. My melodies are infectious. Oh. <laughs> he has a fucking bad flamenco uh, uh, guitarist. I'll give him that much. I oh, dude, I forgot about him. the guy with the infomercials. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about a random Spanish dude. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> no, he was, he was the guitar player. Well, yeah, he blind, would blind guitar player. I think he was blind. Yeah, he's he, fucking blind to boot. He may have just been. Who was it? Is arguably Stevie Wonder is not blind. That is just oh, yeah, part of the character. There's that one, yeah, there's that yeah, one yeah. video where he catches a falling mic stand and puts it back up. Nothing to see here, dude. If Fauci is, uh, I already forgot her name. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Then how could you forget a name like Streisand? <laughs> anything, anything goes after that. I'm actually pleased with myself as my Barbara Streisand. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Dude, we are in the Don't matrix. forget me, Fauci. Yeah. We're one and the same. <laughs> Just her sinking in the mirror. Somebody's got to start animating sound bites from your show. You I, I wish people liked the show enough to start like animating, because I cannot animate. It'll happen. I, I, I still think about that time <laughs> you, were, you had Sierra and... Um, Charlie and Charlie on and you guys were drinking and you went on this rant and you're like I'm wearing a rabbit suit oh yeah for, for children's parties yeah. you gotta make them you know susceptible or excuse me ac- accepting <laughs> of challenging ideas yeah after I published that one I was like I might have been a little drunk and ranting about Marxism a little too hard. Uh, whatever but I'm not a fan of it yeah. I'm not I'm a People want to do communal living? Go for it, bro. Buy, buy land while you can. Work, it can work. It can work in small communities. It totally can work for the United States of America. Hence, states. Anytime That's it's right. applied at a federal level, it leads to fucking bad news. Dude, I was having- Every time it's authoritarian. Every single time at a federal level. So like, it, it can't be implemented that way. Dude, I was talking to a an African American friend of mine uh, last night, and. Uh, I mean, we were having a really, really good, um, you know, discussion about what's going on in the world, and uh, he was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, man, he's like, the Constitution was written under candlelight, man. He's like, he's like, he's like, we don't use candles no more, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, we need to rewrite that whole shit. I'm like, he's trying to candleize the Constitution. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, hold on now. I'm like, wait, buddy, you got number one is your right to say what you want. Number two. You're right to back that up with a firearm against a tyrannical government. Yeah. Keep those two in line in place. Like I'm pretty pretty okay with. <laughs> I know there's a third one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the I, third one. That's. that's I've got the them all right. I've got them all right here. It comes down to it, man. There's going to the matter. Then you're right to it. Uh, you know, a, a fair trial. I, I think that's that's usually the argument I make with people is be like, look, you got to play by the rules of the game because you can't beat the game. 
You can't. The game has been going on a lot longer than we're, we have been alive, we and we're going start to be alive. The fire. But um, <laughs> in the times, that number. Infamous as the bond, it's a basic time. Mobile Brazil, it's like Elijah Peloton. We didn't start the fire. It was always turning since the world was turning. Yeah, you have to change up some words, otherwise we'll get you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, num- number uh, three. Uh, no, sh- no soldier shall. Oh yeah, that's in the time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Basically, uh, just human decency, you know. Well, and it, but they're Boy. built into the game, so like you I have know. to be able to argue it like. In, yeah. uh, in their court. Yeah. What right. is for? Yeah. Search, search and seizure? Uh, yes. Uh, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. And I think you can extrapolate from that that that's the only thing preventing us from uh, mandatory vaccinations. Ooh. Wouldn't that apply? Mm. Well... If your own body, you know what I mean? In, in part, in part, um, there's. I think there's a... F- I'm not saying anything would work, to but be- there's a few different arguments you can make. You could also use the first one as far as your religious beliefs. Right. You know what I mean? Um, you can also, uh, also use number 10 because it states that you have the right as the people right. to decide like what you have the rights if it's not already outlined in the first nine. You know, mm-hmm. that, that you can't be any rights that the Constitution has not... Number 10, I'll just read verbatim. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively... Or to the people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what sca- what what concerns me or scares the shit out of me? Actually, is that even though, <clears throat> like, it's not what the left is doing right now. It's not the riots and the looting and the burning and all the you know chaos you see on TV. It's what's coming from the right when the shit hits the fan. You know what I mean? Like that's what scares me. Is is, is actually I just had a, this thought right now. I was like, it scares it scares me is the backlash. From middle white America, that's armed to the fucking teeth. Are you talking about when the shit really hits the fan? Yeah, when it really fucking goes. Oh down. yeah, yeah. When we, uh, you know, when they, you know, I, don't know, I guess it would that would entail taking our last comforts away. You know what I mean? But shit. What's that saying about um, ourselves? <laughs> no, what's that? <laughs> that, <clears throat> that saying about um, strong men create good times. Good times yes. create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Yeah. I can't tell if we're in the good times or the good times. We're in the good times transitioning into the really good times complaining about it. We're in our, or, well, or, I can't. Not us, I, but a lot of people. Well, yeah, I mean, people in general. I, 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 I think, really, I think it's really kind of subjective because, like, I mean, it, yeah. it depends on the circumstances. Well, obviously, that's not I mean? a that's not a law of the world, you right? Know, but there, there are. What I think it all ties into kind of what you were making with your point with you know the. Uh, uh, Secret Service or the Office of Secret Service, I think that's what OSS Something was. Something like that, yeah. Um, uh, working with, you know, uh, sh- shocking a, a, a government that was not a, a right-wing government, right. you know what I mean? Um, 
tying in with like uh, how people have just sort of been again not to beat a dead horse, but they've they they can't get out of this this programming that they've been to their own you know credit they've been berated with like yeah. incessantly through social media through actual media yeah. through movies all this stuff to where the, I think it's the people that are still going to submit themselves to that aspect of culture that can't really break away because like I can I can talk with like like open-minded leftist friends of mine yeah like even about like weird shit like like space and aliens and like yeah. you know stuff like that um, but like folks that are like really tied into like the narrative as far as like what it is and like they've been sold what I call progressivism as as a marketing campaign it's an ideal to them to where it's like well yeah like like we want to make sure that everybody like has equal access to voting and things like that it's like yeah. okay, okay I understand that do you want voting to be accurate yeah, voter ID. You know, because <laughs> like, yeah, like seriously, like, like I, I have no qualms at all with the voter ID system. Dude, that's one of the all. greatest crimes against any human being is is canceling their vote out with a fake ass vote. You well, know that's I mean? n that's not democracy. So, like, if no. you want it to be fair and have equal access yeah. for everybody's vote to count, it's not that hard. To then, get an ID. then, yeah, like, there's got to be a ledger. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you want to participate, like, you should be, like, known in your county to where, like, you can say, like, no, I live here. I'm a citizen. Here's my number, my unique ID, you know? I, I just think it's, it's hilarious that the people who are who are um, crusading against racism uh, think black people are too stupid to get an ID. That's one of the arguments I've heard hey. with it. I, there's got there's got to be something more to well, it. They say, they, say, they say that voter ID laws are a little Jim Crow-y. You know what that's I mean? Fucking like, stupid. But I haven't heard anything like that supports that. That's like yeah. that's like logical. Like there, I'm there I'm open minded to hear it. <laughs> like like I am because tell, like, tell me, I don't like that segregationist bullshit. Right. Tell me know? tell me why black people can't find the DMV and then maybe I'll agree with you. You know I mean I don't know if like or is like it, maybe it's because like like down here like culture is integrated for our generation. Right. You know what I mean? Like we don't get along down here pretty pretty well. Well, I mean like it's it's just. It's not something to where like you you notice or anything. You know what I mean? Like so, this notion that like as an aspect of, for example, critical race theory teaches where like you you have to acknowledge race so you can acknowledge racism itself. Right? right? I'm wording it poorly, but you get the gist of what I'm mm -hmm. saying. Like down here, it's just like like I I don't give a fuck what pussy you fell out of. No. Like I I, I I didn't have any say so in that either. I don't give a fuck which adult you're taking to bed or adults. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Like, I, I care about, like, you as a person. So the, these notions that, like, somehow voter IDs so we can make sure we don't have bullshit conspiracy holes like QAnon and Russiagate from both sides to where you take a little bit of truth and then the masses spin it out into mm. something that it's not to where you can say, like, look how ridiculous this is. There, there's truth in there. Dude. And if I'm, I'm all for like our elections being accurate yeah. as fuck because there's always voter fraud every time. Yeah. So like people that laugh off that there was voter fraud in uh, 2020, I'm like, bro, come on. There's always voter fraud. Remember hanging chads, dangling chads, or whatever they're called. Dude, like, they are hot. They're masking. Okay, this very virtuous uh, social justice. You know, um, all this 
progressive ra- yeah racial tension that we have right now you know what I mean and all that is it, they have valid points very valid points slavery was abhorrent it's very recent in our past but it's masking something that is not that is not uh, it's no one it's not it's not going to be a good thing they're using it as a mask for to implement something that's not good <laughs> you know what I did find interesting what to your point, though, um, or to all of our points as far as, like, what can come of this, right, is whenever the GameStop and Dogecoin shit happened a couple months ago, I saw folks on my social media that were at polar opposites of the political spectrum that started to come back together like they were before Occupy Wall Street mm. movement got introduced with identitarianism, yeah. where it's like, well, in order to stop the banks, the first thing we have to do is to stop... Uh, a bigotry. It's like, that's really the game plan. Now. <laughs> that's the game plan. Yeah. Again, you're creating more of a monster, right? Dude. So Dude. you can learn how to defeat it. I, I saw articles going around saying that uh, get retail investors who invested in GameStop were majority white nationalists. Fucking Dude, critical race theory. Yeah. Horse shit. Dude, criti- like, horse okay, shit. critical race theory. You know J.P. Sears, the redheaded guy. On YouTube, yeah, he has this great video. He's like, uh, he's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, like, hey, whor- he's, like he's like, there's a video. It's called the horrors of trying to teach children uh, critical race theory, and like he's talking to like, and he's like, uh, and uh, if you don't think that, it's because you're racist, and if you do think that, it's probably because you're racist also. Like, <laughs> yeah. fuck it, and like, and then at the end of the video. He's talking to a, uh, like it pans around as like a whole like it's like it's like white people are the problem and it's like it's like a whole classroom of black children and it's like that's not gonna work out ten, 10 years from now you know 15, 20 years from now it's not gonna work out well for it's a uni- teaching unity, people unity. to hate each other yeah for something they can't control okay yeah, look, look, for, look, look, for look, something look, that okay. other people did this right is the, this is the this is if the you want to change the system. You don't attack the other participants and victims of the same system. Nothing's going to get done that way. This is what it comes down to for me. And this may be incredibly, you know, simple-minded. I don't know. But if there's a black baby out in the road and there's a car coming down the road, I'm running out in the fucking road to get that baby. Now, if you think I'm fucking racist or a bigot or anything beyond that. The only that, reason that you saved that baby is because it was black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Racist. It collapses on itself. <laughs> this fucking shit is going to collapse yeah, on itself. It's, mm-hmm. self, it's self-refuting. It's self-defeating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was talking with, uh, can't say his uh, last name, I was talking with our friend James Yeah. on uh, uh, his uh, episode uh, about uh, uh, critical theory <clears throat> and how like you, you just sort of take this thing where it's almost like the child just that incessantly asks why over and over again you cannot answer it it's yeah. like it's like feeding something that's not applicable into a boolean argument expecting to get like a one or a zero and it no. just endlessly loops over yeah. and over again well, like I mean, criti- critical theory is designed that way to where you don't really create that. anything except destruction it's, you dismantle yeah. everything well it comes out of postmodernism which is ultimately nihilistic because you can analyze something into annihilation. Yeah. You analyze it, analyze it, analyze it yeah, until until <laughs> until at the end uh uh <laughs> trying to analyze the annihilate <laughs> trying, trying to annihilate and like Okay, sorry, go on. They're trying to analyze the 911s. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> 
Might as well be at this point, but. <laughs> but ultimately, what it comes down to is divide and conquer tactics. Yes. It's just make all the. I think what Tripoli says it best. It's a bunch of rich people trying to convince middle class people that the poor people are their enemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just divide and conquer. Yeah. That guy hates you because you're white. Or, you know what? White people are inherently racist. They can't Dude, help got, it. Through the 80s, we've. Michael Jackson, Rick James. It's like, we're all cool, baby. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that I might think, sound I stupid, think that's but one reason why they uh, painted Michael Jackson as a pedophile. I think that he was, uh, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I think he was so traumatized he was probably asexual. Yeah. I think he and was he too. was inappropriate with kids I think because he, was also... he wanted to give a safe haven to kids, and you shouldn't really do it like that, Michael. I, I think... know you're... You're somewhere with a fake identity, living in Bahrain, living it up. You know. He was also call, he was also calling out the powers that be. Saying that he it, said they're rewriting our history. books. He said the history books, books are fake. Boom. Yeah, dude, Michael Jackson. I don't fucking tore. It's always the most. I don't know. Tortured souls and hermits that you know. Well, his message was very changed things. Was very Christian in the literal sense that it was Christ-like, which it, it promoted this idea of like, like you should love people, you should like, uh, yeah. like foster people, and like the the better you do, your purpose here can be found through helping people, yeah. right? And you can watch the, if you can watch the video Earth Song by Michael oh Jackson, my God, that's my favorite Michael Jackson. I, it's song. mine too now because of you. But <laughs> if, you, yeah, if you can watch that video and think that Michael Jackson was a full-blown fucking pederast, like I don't, I don't, I don't. It just doesn't make sense to me. The reason I, I get it. The reason I don't think he did it, and he, yeah, I'm sure he was a fucking weirdo. He had a horrible childhood. Yeah. Um, the reason I don't think he did it is because the, I don't know what word to use it for the front runner of accusers, like the main, the main guy <laughs> yeah. that was accusing him of abuse. His, um, that. Who was at then a child, but um, his father um, was a zealot for Michael Jackson. He was obsessed with Michael Jackson. Sure, no connection there whatsoever. Well, no. Here's <laughs> the thing, though: the day that Michael Jackson died, that kid's father committed suicide. What? Yeah. The fuck does he that was, even mean? He was coming home, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so th- that, we no, wanted to be I, together. I, I haven't seen the Netflix documentary. He's Every- singing "Man in the Mirror." This is uh, I, we're all over the place anyway. But I, I, let me tell a, a quick story, real quick. Oh, please. Um. I, w- I won't say his last name, but we we all know him. Uh, mutual friend, lefty guy, um, Ben. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Um, oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> I, he was my roommate for a while. I fucking love him. He's like unapologetic fucking uh, Marxist, but you know we all have our own issues. Anyway, he I you know how I do. I like to ask people about their weird stories. You know, we had with our episode on my show about ghosts and stuff, and I asked him if he had ever seen a ghost before. And he's um, I haven't talked to him in a while, so maybe this isn't still true. But he's a little bit of an alcohol abuser, you know. Um, I mean, I can't say shit. I am too. But uh, back in the Vito's days, uh, supposedly he got like blackout drunk and fell asleep inside Vito's, which is for people who don't know, notoriously haunted. The Valdosta Bell House is a historical building. I was talking about that uh, with my friend Elk. That well, yeah, that's kind of what made me think of this story. Um, I think they actually did an episode on the History Channel about it years back before it was Vito's or anything. Anyway, so Ben got fucking wasted and passed out in Vito's, and nobody knew he was there, so they closed up. And uh, he he woke up 
to an empty building, completely locked in. He's upstairs. And uh, so he, it's I guess, a scary place like, to be in the yeah. dark. Man. Well, <laughs> he wakes up and I guess like kind of gathers himself, you know, realizes what's happened and where, where he is. So he starts to go down the stairs. And if I'm remembering it right, the moment his foot hits the first floor, uh, stepping off of the, off the stairs, the jukebox turns on. <laughs> guess what's playing? You are not alone. Yeah, what the I am here beside you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I believe I believe him, but dude, can you imagine? Who said that? Ben. Uh, okay. I don't. Yeah, no. I've had synchronicities happening out the fucking walls of my whole. No, I mean that's a, that's, that's a straight up fucking like haunting. Like the jukebox says, "You are not alone. I am here beside you." Yeah, yeah. I would shit my fucking. Pants. Oh, okay, yeah, I'd because it might not window. be Michael Jackson talking. It might be something else talking through that. <laughs> yeah, I'd break a window to get out, dude. I don't. I can't remember how he how he got out. But, I'll just uh, burn some sage in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I brought my lucky sage belt. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pee real quick, fellas. I kind of gotta pee too. Ah, monster. Y'all talk for a quick second. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike. Yeah. Oh, Langelo. Mm-hmm. How you feel about masks? That's fucking uh, a distant fucking memory. I don't. I don't even fucking think about <laughs> you don't a mask even anymore. Putting a mask on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even. I. I. I mean, when I get a lift or an Uber or whatever, and they're like mask up, I'm like, I'm not fucking mask. Yeah, fuck this. I the only time I put on, you know, at first I I would put on I I would put one on if you gave me one like when this whole thing started over a year ago. Yeah. Like um, and then I would just take it off when they weren't looking, and um, and then I got to the point, and then I got to the point where I was like, if I need a mask on, I'm not going in. And then I guess eventually enough people like complained that people just stopped asking. You know, like my no. my gym just recently stopped asking me to wear a mask when I went in. And you, I, know, you know who Corona, Corona's uh, first victim was? The flu. Where'd that <laughs> shit go? I was going to say Kobe Bryant. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. The only reason I say that is because the day he died the, is the first time coronavirus showed up as a headline. Whoa. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's connected. I just yeah, 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 okay. they're just in my mind. Well, together. wasn't he? Uh, there was some connection with uh, a pharmaceutical company. What was his um, moniker? The uh, Black Mamba. Black Mamba. Yeah. And there was like a, a pharmaceutical company. Uh, he was tied to some way. He was involved with a lawsuit in a lawsuit with them or something, mm-hmm. right? And then there was uh, something else like uh, he had money tied up in like a like a competitor or something. Something like that. But like. Kind of odd, and then yeah, but like that happened. It's been a while since I've visited that information, but there was some connection to Epstein as well, I believe, through one of the lawyers. I think. Do you ever heard of the, the Boulet Society? Oh yes. yes. Yeah, the black, uh, basically like Freemason, like. Oh yeah. It's like Oprah, fucking Obama, Jay Z, like they're not you know, Illuminati, but by it's any black mafia. Name. By any other name, and uh, what they're they're the the Boulet, what is it? Uh, Bishop Larry Gators mm-hmm. talks about the Boulet Society, and he talks about very, very rich and affluent black people are part of a conspiracy to keep other black people down because they're, you know, I mean, it's kind of a touchy, touchy subject, but I mean, you know. Well, that's how you control people. You get the rich people that people respect. I mean, yeah. they do it to white people, too. I mean, look at fucking 
Joe Rogan. If you know, there's yeah. millions of people in this country who will do whatever Joe Rogan tells them to do. You know what I mean? And, and not yeah. not just him. I mean, there's there's a bunch. Influ- the the word influencer is is a thing in our zeitgeist right now for a reason. It's post celebrity culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like and but yeah, the um I I I think these sort of uh, I always have to say it S E C T S the sex, sex. of no. society like, sect yes yeah, yeah, sect yes yeah. one particular sect of many sects <laughs> of society uh-huh. um, but I don't think that uh, there like this notion of just like 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 oh there's there's one great evil and everything's like. No, there there's less and less competitors the higher up you go at the pyramid. Oh, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And somewhere along the lines, I would argue that the pyramid sort of splits off into other pyramids. Totally, like, yeah. Themselves. It's, exactly. It, it's a loosely affiliated <laughs> network of billionaires and trillionaires. Yeah. I think something non-human's at the top of it. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, the worship of, if nothing else. Well, you could say, I mean, Satan, you know I mean, for either literally or for lack of, better, lack of a better word, whether, yeah. whatever you believe... But well, that's the reason I hate to use the word Illuminati, because <clears throat> makes, now, it, makes it seem provocative and sexual. Well, yeah, by des- <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes you look like a dumbass by design. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like girl, like, that's so Illuminati. It's like <laughs> Illuminati. Didn't you have a, a point to make? So like, to- when you, are you saying I don't have a point? <laughs> I, I hate the concept of the Illuminati, even though historically the Bavarian Illuminati was an actual secret society mm-hmm. created in 1776 by a man named, I always want to say Isaac, but it's not. It's Adam Weishaupt. Uh, that's a real fucking thing. But people are going like, oh, you can only see one of their eyes. Illuminati confirmed. Or like, <laughs> yeah. that dude's wearing an eye patch. Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. Or he made a... T- I have an all-seeing eye tattoo. I am... Fucking not in any secret society. Not, yeah. like well, group. I, I've had people call me out on Instagram, like back when. Um, before you got uh, uh, black uh, listed from Red Bands. Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, way before that. Like <laughs> back when live music was actually still a thing, which I am on Instagram. You guys hit me up. <laughs> but word, uh, word. But um, back when live music was a thing, I would and you know I I put I, I follow the craziest <clears throat> fucking conspiracy shit from. From down from down to earth shit like political stuff to like flat earth mud flood whatever. I, I, this I, is mud flood you guys keep talking. About. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. But I used to get I used to get called out for po- for posting <laughs> for posting flyers for house shows. You know that I didn't make. I didn't have anything to do with the visuals. I would just repost it because either my band was playing or I was gonna go or whatever. Right. And uh, you know the guys from Mama Stone. I love Brighton. Bright, Brighton's a good. He's been on this show. Yo, yeah, that was a good episode. They're all their band is fucking. Me and me and Brighton, dude. we D, we DM back and forth, uh, not as much anymore, but um, not because I haven't been active on social media. But uh, I believe I'm playing with them in July, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, they had a, a flyer, or for, maybe more uh, than one, that had a, had the your own thing at our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> way to plug your show. Um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by me. <laughs> but I, I posted a, literally. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know. I posted a flyer of theirs that had the eye of providence on it. You know, the eye and the triangle mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> that's on the fucking dollar bill. It's like not like that esoteric of a fucking symbol. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, 
and people were like calling me a Satanist and like secret Mason and shit. And it's like, dude, I have like 400 fucking followers. Like who the fuck am I influencing to, you know, follow the tenets of Freemasonry or Satanism because I posted a fucking flyer. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. People are fucking odd, man. I, I've come to notice that when you when you try to do something that other people enjoy, let's say, but they're not doing it, right? It, the envy in them starts to like really eat at them. So instead of them being like, you know what, I'm going to do my thing. This is what I'm passionate about. I'm, I'm going to start doing this. I need to take this seriously. Mm. They instead want to. Attack whatever is causing this energy in them, right? Mm. This feeling in them. Yeah. So, however, their their arguments are a lot of times they're so easy to be like that through a screen, right? You oh know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, like you're a fraud. I see you sharing an all-seeing eye. Yeah. I knew not to trust this site. They're trying to <laughs> depersonalize. The God, fuck. Damn, God damn it. Trying to depersonalize Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to depersonalize Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's where I draw the fucking line. No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's easy for people on Instagram to, or any social media to depersonalize whoever they're interacting with because you don't have to look them in the eye or be, be in the same room with them because you might get your ass kicked. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's really easy to talk shit. It is, man. I backed the fuck off of Facebook, man. It's the wasteland now and if you're like waste book yeah dude it really it really is man it's like if you get on there now it's just it's old and tired and i think trump killed it man i think trump fucking just killed social media god emperor trump swung down with his fucking with mjolnir and blew everything <laughs> the fuck up it's like that in my mind i pictured the uh was that portrait of saint george slaying the dragon mm-hmm. <laughs> with the dragon in his facebook and trump's head is photoshopped on saint george even if it's a <clears throat> picture like the Hydra, right? But every one of the heads of the Hydra is the blue F from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> There's Trump in a mithril <laughs> coat of arms. Yeah. I didn't really... No helmet on. I didn't really do it on purpose, but I... um, Like, when I... When the whole uh, riot at the Capitol happened... Uh, which is blown way the fuck out of proportion. and It's not even a conspiracy theory. There's fucking videos of police letting people in the building, but that's beside the point. When that happened, I basically, I stopped working on my podcast. I stopped posting on Instagram. I, I basically haven't been on the internet at all since <clears> then. Since and what? Since uh, well, I, that's the thing. I just happened. I just, oh, I just happened to the pull, insurrection. I just happened to pull my my feet up the other day, and um. I was like, man, I haven't posted in a while. And I clicked on the first picture, and at the bottom it was like posted on January 6th. I was like, holy fuck, I haven't been on the internet since the fucking... I mean, I've been on the internet, I just haven't been participating. Yeah. It, you know, like I've been looking at Your stuff. Your screen time is down a little bit this week. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, Thank you for reminding me. I need to fucking plug back in. But I, 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 honestly, I think it was subconscious. Like, I was kind of afraid to be on the internet for a little while. You know, where it's like, oh fuck, they're calling... Fucking YouTube streamers, terrorists for yeah. taking selfies in the Capitol building. Yeah, and going—it was a That's, trap. It was uh, yeah, it was like, a trap. It was an, like, and, totally a trap. And I, I, think I was that, really excited whenever uh, uh, James was like, uh, like, like uh, contact me. He's like, uh, like, like, uh, oh, I'd love to 
come on your show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do, a, <laughs> yeah, do an episode. It'd be really, I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. I'm going to support our president. Oh, that's and, uh, the guy you're talking about. Uh, okay. January 6th. I'm like, whoa. Be careful. Be careful. Yeah. But please, yeah, yeah. come back and that talk has, about that it. That fucking honeypot. James is a solid motherfucker. He's a good, he's a good dude. I don't, I don't agree with him everything politically, but like he's... Mean like he's 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 got his reasons for what he believes, mm-hmm. and they're like you said. I've seen just countless videos of where the cops are letting people in the building, mm-hmm. like they're literally letting people in, and then yeah. inside. Of course, the cops inside are overwhelmed. They didn't know people were coming in. Either that or they were just understaffed. Yeah. Either which way, I'm not sure if the D.C. mayor controls the Capitol Police, but... I believe that's how it works, yeah. But I would wonder, like, like what so is the D.C. mayor doing? on one side, and then on the other side of the building, there's a woman getting shot. You know, well, interestingly the... enough, her argument, you know, in her city, she allowed them to uh, paint Black Lives Matter across the street, mm-hmm. yet the protests, she uh, uh, greeted with heavy police presence. <laughs> and yet whenever... The uh, the other side that was angry came. It was oh come on inside. Yeah. Come on inside. Yeah. She so her argument was that uh, well it was poorly received all of the uh, the um, uh, military uh, presence and the you know militarized po- police presence at BLM protests. So I didn't want to send bad optics. See, I feel like I feel like things have been like so. I'm paraphrasing. Like, by the way. like society, our society has been like fractured down the middle right now and like now we're all just kind of like the dust has settled it's like post Trump and we're all trying to make sense of what the fuck is actually going on you know nobody really knows yeah well I know they're trying to I think a lot of folks are are, (laughs) I think a lot of folks are they're fooling themselves right with with these narratives from lack of thinking critically or, or challenging these whenever you create an avatar in your mind of a political figure representing all that's evil mm-hmm. or all that's good, you're you're really just kidding yourself. Like you're not looking for something true. You're you're just looking to validate your ego. Right. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah, virtue signaling. Yeah, and and on both sides of it, you know, like like even outside political spectrum, but like religious people or secular people will do it as well. They're like like, you know, you know, share this to support your LGBTQIA friends. Share this to support your Christian friends that right. are, you mm-hmm. know, suffering through, uh, you know, their own apartheid in uh, Africa. You know, yeah. But like, it's it's this milking at your emotions that's it's not allowing you to sort of think critically to look back and say like, okay, well, what what are the outcomes going to be like from instilling these policies yeah. are they going to be good or are they going to feel good yeah <laughs> for a minute yeah before it all immunizes the eschaton yeah my eschaton does not to be does not need to be any more immunized than it currently is yeah call yeah. me old fashioned yeah I like to find some equilibrium with my eschaton I so I try to illiquidize il- 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 <laughs> the eschaton Okay. Equilibrize. I think that's what they're trying to do in uh, the Gaza Strip right now. Equilibrize the <laughs> eschaton. Yeah, by that I think they're just trying to just wipe out all the Palestinians, but slowly, so they can say like, "Oh, look, we have no choice. We had we had to bring this. Look, this apartment building had to be just 
blown up. And we gave and we such, gave people dude, half such, a day's notice. There's such wisdom in the Bible, you know what I mean? And for but they are trying to imitate the Eskimo. I know, like, I know. Like, but they're trying to do it by force. Like, they're I trying know. to do it with the theater itself. They're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. these aliens. Yeah, and, I know. But uh, trying to force God's hand. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, they're they're trying to literally play God in the theatrical production of the CIA presents reality. Ooh, like that's very nice. I like that. So I like that. I like that a lot. So the CIA, they're just a producer, right? So you have to have directors. You have to have more oh, yeah. financiers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but it's this representation of reality. Mm-hmm. Pray tell, do you have what? notes on mud flood? Is oh my in God, that yes. book? Yes, mud no. Flood. I, I have mud notes. Flood. I have notes of the Great Reset, which is not the same I thing. About mud flood. We can tie in the Great Reset mm-hmm. and mud flood. What you got on the Great? Uh, what you, on the Great? Reset? I got a little bit. Uh, also, got later. Uh, or eventually, I got a whole list of fucking um, lawsuits for all the big vaccine companies that are going on right now. But let's see what I got. For what? For side effects? No, not even for the vaccine. Just in the past, like. Oh, okay, guys. Okay, so I think that's one of the things you can't sue the manufacturer. I could be wrong. No, you, no, they are not liable for for lawsuits. That's that's over, another over side effects. Yeah, that's another thing that like. I find was because I think it's because of the emergency authorization. Exactly. Exactly. So because it's it's only legal for them to give these inoculates because of the emergency authorization. Like, like I would imagine that they can't be held liable for any like adverse reactions that happen. Yeah. But let me let let me tell you, my resolve has never been stronger. So, uh, we were talking about Event 201 last time, right? Right. The World Economic Forum was one of the ones, one of the organizations that funded it. And basically what it is is what you would call a, uh, it's a an NGO, a non-governmental organization or a private-public partnership or a think tank. They basically, um, they're like the Council on Foreign Relations or any other non-government entity that basically they come up with ideas and then they try to influence governments to basically put their ideas into policy. So the leader of the World Economic Forum is this dude named Klaus Schwab. That, yeah. He's a big old piece of shit. That's okay. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Nazi well, dude. He well, looks like a fucking Bond villain. He wears these weird like <laughs> he wears these weird like fucking kimono doublets. Like, yes, like a cult what's, leader. What's his cat's name? Klaus. Klaus Schwab. Schwab. Klaus? Klaus Schwab. He's about as yeah. ger- about as German as you can get. He's got the real deep voice and he talks like this. He's, he kind of sounds like Henry Kissinger a little bit. Fucking Henry Klaus Kissinger. Schwab. Henry Kissinger is always. But, so he Klaus was, with a C? K. K L A U S S C H W A B. He gives these people. The I mean, I, I hope the first one that comes up is him in his weird kimono doublet. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. It's this weird. It's this weird. Like it almost looks like the traditional like Chinese garb with the butt with the weird buttons in the middle. But he's got pointy shoulders. What? He looks like a fucking Bond villain. Look at it. Look at that. There it is. Fucking hell! Oh my god! He looks like an evil. The pow- drip on this gentleman. Yeah. He's look dressed, at that outfit. He's dressed like an evil Power Ranger, dude. On the icon that you put for whatever the cover of this podcast is going to be, you have to put a picture of Klaus Schwab at the fucking at the bottom. <laughs> so people can see what he looks like. I told uh, told Mike what I'm going to do for the thumbnail. 
is I'm gonna have uh, close up pictures of both of y'all and do it like a like a UFC title card. <laughs> I thought I bought my, brought my sunglasses too. Oh, cool! Yeah, good deal. <laughs> yeah, baby. But uh, so this fucking asshole. He um he's the leader of the World Economic Forum, which is based in Switzerland. Maybe he, maybe he's not German. He's probably Swiss. 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 Well, uh, the yeah. Swiss are a <laughs> nationality, not an ethnicity, because I believe the Swiss is German, Italian. Oh, that's right. French. Because they're um, right there in the middle of all those other surrounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, so it like overlaps. Maybe Europe Belgium or as well. It's weird. Um, so he. Um, how much Nazi gold is flowing through that fucking country? Oh, I'm sure the Swiss have nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything was fine here. We don't know what happened. We just made some Arnold Schwarzenegger. We just making some cheese oh. here over there. We ha- would you like some cheese or some wooden boots? <laughs> <laughs> or is that Sweden? Fuck, I'm racist. Oh, <laughs> Nationalist. Oh. <laughs> so you can bet your ass you're something. <laughs> uh, Klaus Schwab. He um, he wrote this book. Uh, I can't remember when it came out, but it was called The Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And so basically, he wrote, and other people have written about this too, it's just that nobody, they, they write these globalists like technocrats write these books that nobody ever fucking reads. Like, because they, they just know that the mass, the general masses are not going to read their books. Yeah. So he, he they will tell you what they're going to do, and then everybody's <laughs> surprised when it happens. <laughs> Project for the new American century. Exactly. Fucking, yeah. But so he he wrote a book basically saying that um, now is the time that uh, we we should implement what's called the Great Reset uh, because we're about to enter the fourth industrial revolution. So the first industrial le- revolution was water and steam powered, which mechanized production. The second industrial revolution used electrical power to create mass production. The third was the most recent is the uh, using electronics and information technology to create automation. Okay, so now the fourth industrial revolution is going to be a fusion of all these different technologies, including AI, robotics, the Internet of Things, autonomous vehicles, 3D printing, nanotech, biotech, material science, whatever the fuck that is, energy storage, and quantum computing. So basically, Star Trek, you know what I mean? Like they're, If you're lucky to survive. Well, yeah. that's the thing. It's it sounds really nice, but that's the, it's not for us. Yeah, we that's that's the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, have you heard have you heard the concept of fully automated gay space communism? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. People like really believe Say like, again one time fully time. automated gay space communism. Okay, elaborate. Well, that's that's the that's the end goal for like a lot of a lot oh, okay, of gotcha. like it's, everything's going to be automated. Everybody's going to be fucking each other. We're going to be in Mars with Elon Musk as king. And so Greenland? Everything's going to be free, yeah. It's going to be in Greenland. going to be a bunch of hipsters Dude. in Greenland with spacesuits on. Dude, Elon Musk is such a fucking weird character. Dude, okay, look. He's, there's something he's with definitely, him. There's something going on with him. What, this is one of the most interesting things anyone's ever told said to me about Elon Musk is he's like, he's like a really dumb person from the distant future. Yeah, he's that's like, a really good way to put it. Yeah, he's like, it's like his quantum physics is kindergarten, and that's why he just understands all this shit. <laughs> Nobody can fucking replicate the fucking Tesla, whatever the fuck. I, I think he's actually, um, he's not what he appears to be. I think he's a, a an absolute fraud. He's bought his way. Really? He's bought his way into every position that we know him about. He did not. Tesla is not even his company. Yeah. He okay. he he basically bought it and fucking kicked the founders out. I say, wasn't he PayPal? 
Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't even PayPal. Was not. PayPal bought his company. And then he f- somehow fought through the legal system or I don't I don't know exactly what he did. I saw a real short video on it the other day. He basically made it so that he was the CEO of PayPal. So I don't I, I really I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Saying Elon Musk is a complete fraud? Yeah. And a mysterious on the spectrum fucking weirdo to boot. And he and he's got butt hair on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all seen the pictures of him yeah. before he got plugs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his parents are rich as fuck. Yeah, that's to say he's he never, comes from like a very wealthy family. He's never invented anything. He wants to put the internet in your brain. Yeah, which will never fucking happen. Yeah, dude. Now, now the bullet they provide me will probably go before they put the internet. Oh yeah, in my yeah. Brain. <laughs> that's 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 where I see like the bad news, like sort of like entropy, like kicking edges. We're like, well, he says no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants to colonize Mars, which, in my personal opinion, I don't think will ever happen or is even possible. I, I, mm. But uh, not through rocketry. Well, and he also says things like, <laughs> so like whenever hit, whenever they sent the car into space, he is now famously quoted as, "You can tell it's real because it looks so fake." Mm. Really? Because it does look fake. I don't. I, I, what about the mouse? How fake is that mouse? No, the. Space rat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked real to me. Yeah. But no, that's a um that's a mirage. What? How um <laughs> all right, back it up a little bit. There was How, a, there was a SpaceX launch. Yeah. And How fake is that green screen that glitches twice? Right. Have you noticed that? Like there's yeah. two frames of chroma key where it just like right. the, So there was a SpaceX rocket launch and you know how when you're in space, um if you're a biological organism who breathes oxygen, you can never survive in the vacuum of space. Yeah. Well, so there's a rat running around on the SpaceX rocket. You can see it in the live stream. So it's bullshit. Yeah, it's fake. It's totally yeah. fake. Hmm. Space is fake and gay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> fucking but, I guess if I were like a gay communist, I guess that would be kind of like the, the goal. Just be like, like fuck, man. Dude, like, just take Braun, me to space. Yeah, Get me off of here. Dude, Warner Von Braun, the, you know, the fucking father of modern ro- rocket science uh, head of the Apollo program yeah head of na- Nazi uh, NASA um, they, they are not falling the same no they're not um, but uh, we changed the letters it's different but yeah something on, something on his epitaph on his grave is something like from the bible and it's like God laid the firmament and it's, uh, it. I, I don't know the, the chapter and verse but it's um, it's oh, something about the handiwork of God the firmament the earth, earth, I don't know, the beauty in cre- creation mm-hmm. and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Talking mm-hmm. about God as the creator. Yeah, yeah. if you if you just uh, look up Warner Von Braun's tombstone, I think it's yeah. Proverbs. But, uh, yeah, it's not something very like, it's not to infinity and beyond. No, no. Like it, <laughs> it's like something very, it talks about the firmament, which, very which according to the yeah. science, doesn't exist. Psalms nineteen yeah. one. That's it. Nineteen one. Psalms nineteen one. No, I don't want that version. I'm trying to automate the communism. <laughs> the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. Exactly. Now, yeah, people, very, very, very odd choice for a tombstone for Werner von Braun, who supposedly is the only reason we've ever been to space, which yeah. would be outside of the non-existent firmament. And now linguistics will try to play games with you and say, "No, the firmament is the sky." 
Yeah. Well, guess what else is the sky? The heavens. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the sky is the sky is good, and the sky also like. Well, there's there has to be an atmosphere, right? So like, if if you're going to argue the vacuum of space, mm-hmm. yeah, which could be true, but you have to have a contained system to keep the atmosphere in. Dude, how could a planet, they even how, admit they can't get out of was it low Earth orbit? Yeah. Well, precise. Our our atmosphere is too dense. Is it with crystalline shell, or is it just because of where the vacuum has pressurized yeah. everything to where you can't get through? One or the other, well, I suppose. My question is, where does space start? Well, we don't know. And so, outside like, like, the firmament. Well, people will tell mm-hmm. you that, and people will also try to say outside the atmosphere. That's well, like that would my have face, to right? People, <laughs> people want to say atmospheric radiation, which sounds real fancy for yeah, the gradient of the atmosphere. Whenever you're so small. You don't notice the change. Well, no, what they're saying, well, you know, so according to thermodynamics, you can't have an atmosphere without a hard, fast container. So right. it's like you can't go from vacuum to breathable atmosphere. You, it's, it's, you just can't. No, you have to have some sort of apparatus to contain it. Right. And, they, and they say atmospheric radiation. They say that it's actually it's not just atmosphere and then space. It changes and then it changes and, yeah. and then and then you're in space. Yeah, so it's I, like, well, have you ever recreated as- atmospheric radiation in a fucking lab? Yeah, yeah. once. Or because gra- what or, it sounds or, like, it sounds gravity. like higher elevation and lower oxygen levels, which we which we mm. already are aware of. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think that that data would support that. Like, well, that's the vacuum of space that like that's like pulling like our atmosphere like out. It's like, I, I, that, that doesn't seem logical okay. to me. Look, people that don't believe in create, you know, they're, you know, anti-creation or whatever. Do you understand, like, the, the your DNA and everything and this symbiotic relationship we have with everything around us, the trees and, you know, ecosystems and all that shit. The odds of that happening, if by our mathematics, and I'm not a math whiz, but the probability of that happening is... More is less likely than, or that happening happening naturally or out of nowhere is less likely than a tornado going through a junkyard and creating a seven forty seven jumbo jet that flies. Yeah, perfectly. But you know it, I mean? uh, apparently, Sky King tried that out a couple. He of goddamn times. sure did. God bless he him. just he got into storm chasing. Yeah. He's like, man, I bet you, I bet you a tornado whirl around enough stuff. You think you can make an airplane? Oh, his friends just sit there rubbing his forehead because he's so disgruntled. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know, Curtis. I, I just don't know. Man, I bet it would. <laughs> I bet it would. <laughs> but no, I'll, um, I mean, I'm I'm no atheist. You know, I be- I believe in a a creator. I believe that life is meaningful. Um, I believe that also. If you take a look at the simulation theory or oh, yeah. divine creation, they both support this argument. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it doesn't seem likely that everything is happenstantial. It seems like there's a lot of chaos that's going on, but there is order that's set. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we are more dense than the air around us. And things tend. So we're going to stick to the <clears throat> ground. Right? Things, you know things I mean? tend to be in order and not uh, go towards entropy. K- yeah, not go towards. Towards chaos, like chaos definitely I mean? exists. Entropy definitely exists. Like uh, the I, I, another thing that's a, well, that's another you talk about creation. That's another thing I've been kind of working on myself in the last year is trying to figure out what I actually do, what I not like. Oh, I kind of feels like like what I actually believe. Like 
trying to systemize my theology. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and it really, it, it comes down to is, is, is creation good? Is it good? Like, you know, What's the antithesis or the opposite, the antidote of creation? It's destruction. Right, exactly. Is destruction good? Right. Well, some people will say that it's not a creation. Some people think that nothing exploded into everything yeah. over the course of billions of years and a fish fucked a rat and turned into a chimpanzee. And turned into a... Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, come on, dude. Like, kind of seems more likely that the Earth is just way older than what we think it is and we don't know squat about it. Or way younger. I mean, it really could be either way. I think, I think I think it's I think it's eternal. Right. Yeah. And, and in my worldview, I just personally, I, I, again, it's just my I guess you would say religious belief or whatnot. But like this system, this matrix is it's a clock. It's an eternal mm-hmm. clock, right? Yeah. That what we know is like, well, this is the known universe. The known universe is going to change over millennia. That's why, like, people that are like, climate change isn't real. It's like, that's fucking ludicrous. Right. Like, literally, our magnetic pole is moving right now. Mm. Like, it, like, it's unstoppable. It's always going to be moving. But because the Earth is so big, and we are so small, and it's such a giant place that our observable universe is limited right. in its capacity, we can't even explore anymore. You have to be funded. Mm. You have to be institutionally and militarily provided access to a lot of areas on Earth, no matter who you are. It has to be sanctioned by somebody. Like, you know. so, I mean, there, there's something about that that when when it ties in with things like, like NASA, where it's like, Damn well, it. and we talked about this on our first episode together, about like, well, there's so many, you're saying that the folks at NASA, like, are lying? It's like, like I have friends and family that work at NASA. It's like, well, yeah, I have friends and family that work at the military too I don't think that they're responsible for committing genocide but the US yeah. military is definitely right. responsible for yeah. like having their hand in genocide yeah. over the years you know what I mean like so like these these are institutions that are they're just rebranded and renamed kind of what we we're talking about with the eugenic society going into the uh, Galton Institute but like the, these ideas and these people their lineage goes back further than we can tell mm-hmm. you know what I mean it ties in with like ideas of a great reset. So like again, like if you look at how they play these games, they're not in the present tense. Whatever is happening now has been planned for a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And bringing it back to David Icke, he's like, he's like, it makes you wonder like why someone living back then would want to implement these things. You know, you happen. weigh out. Make sure you. Uh, Oh, you're going out that way? Oh, I was just going to go pee. Oh, yeah. there's a bathroom right there. Just make sure you close it back on your uh, on your way out. Otherwise, bonkers will explore. But, um, you're saying I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I kind of forgot what I was talking about. But... Talking about David Icke. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And why Icke. people would... Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, why would they implement all the... You know, if there's this grand design, which there obviously is, you know, that's been in place throughout these you know families and... and People, people in positions of, of wealth and, and power and uh, influence, why would they do that if they weren't going to be around to see it? And the answer is as to be something beyond human. You know what I mean? Well, generational, right? Like it has, It's about their sure. lineage. So if they're brought into this lineage yeah. that is, it's been going on for like over a century, you know, most, most families don't have prosperity like that. America has sort of, no. it, it, it changed the game with that. You know yeah. what I mean? 
where it allowed uh, people the chance to be like, hey, you can actually make it to where your family can be a successful lineage here. Um, but pre-America, a lot of these families, they, they, they still had control of everything. They still had all this money going on. So whenever you're born into it, you almost it's like you have to become the next superstar of your own clan, yeah. of your own family, yeah. right? Especially when you're, I mean, when you're raised up, you know, you're better than everyone else, and you're half power and you know, privilege and all that shit. But it's just insane to think about all the things that happen in the world and and the the people that you know, the Rothschilds and these rich families that you know they don't even want you to know their name, you know? Trying to elite elite bloodlines. Yeah, it, that. That is something that you'll see these same names pop up, pop up over and over again throughout history, especially recent history with the <coughs> Rothschilds, Rockefellers, or the first ones you always hear. But nobody talks about the Huxleys, you know, mm-hmm. Aldous Huxley, Julian Huxley, their dad, or even um, H.G. Uh, Wells. H.G. H.G. Wells. Um, he wrote a lot of fiction that is super popular now. He was also a, a, what they call a futurist. With, um, really, he was taught like transhumanism, transhumanism, uh, technocracy. He was a quote unquote utopian, you know what I mean, for uh, fully automated gay space communism. <laughs> <laughs> but Huxley and who was it that was super Wells Orwell, Orwell, Orwell. Uh, they were like linked, they were, they were, but their, their families belonged to some society or some secret society that you know. Um, well, the Huxleys were part of the Royal Society in England, and there's a bunch of sketchy shit that came out of the Royal Society. Um, Brave New World, if you've ever read that, by Aldous Huxley. It's obviously a work of fiction, you know, where everywhere it's set in the future, and uh, people are created in test tubes, and they're set into their genetic class, which is decided before they're born. Yeah. Um, he gave a speech... Um, after he wrote that book, and I, and I think he, I think he put it in um, Brave New World Revisited, where he says, "This is this is not a work of fiction. This is the plan. You're all just too stupid to realize it." Yeah, like they, they. That's comforting, right? <laughs> and uh, his father, I can't remember his first name, was. Um, they called him Darwin's bulldog because he was he was such a, he was such a staunch staunch supporter of Darwinism. Which without Darwinism, you can't you. You can't justify all this, uh, all the fucked up um, transitions that you would have to go through to get to the transhuman technocracy that they want to have in the end, the utopia. Okay. That's the if you don't believe in uh, survival of the fittest, then how can you reduce the world's population to five hundred million for the greater good? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the chosen few. Right. So one of those guys, Klaus Schwab. Like, see how see ah, what I did there? Ah. <laughs> So he wrote, like I was saying earlier, he wrote this book, The Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Anyway, the, he, he says that the best way, or actually what he says is now is the time to implement the Great Reset and enter the, the Fourth Industrial Revolution. The best way to do it, worldwide pandemic. Shut everything down. Shut everything down. Makes sense. And when we come back, it's going to be a completely different world. Oh, the new normal. The new normal. Yeah. Well, so... They decide who got to keep operating and mm-hmm. who didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the big first step. And some states are still just like, nah, you can't uh, you can't do this yet. Yeah. And so the, um, so the motto or catchphrase that the World Economic Forum has been using for the last couple of years, or for the last year and a half or whatever it's been, is build back better. 
Build Back Better has also been echoed by Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson. Yeah. All all of these seems all the cunts really like yeah. this idea. <laughs> all of these uh, world politicians who just happen to be saying the same fucking catchphrase and just happen to be, you know, right along lock in lockstep with your Fauci's and your World Health Organizations and your Bill Gates. They all just happen to agree, like, across the fucking board. So, like we were saying earlier, it, so- it sounds like, it sounds phil- philanthropic when you're like, oh, we're going to live in a utopia and it's all going to be great. So, the World Ec- Economic Forum put out this video that went viral on Twitter and they had to take it down after a day. It was basically, uh, people were outraged at what they were saying. Let's see. So, I, actually, there was two, there's two different videos that they put out. The first one is eight predictions. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so the first one is basically like it shows like riots in the streets and there's forest fires and uh, you know empty fields and crowded suburbs and crowded cities and you know just kind of a montage of all these real quick flashes of images. And uh, in between all the flashes, there's these these uh, sentences. It's, it says, "Our world has changed." Our challenges are greater. Our fr- fragility is exposed. Our system needs a reset. Everyone has a role to play. The Great Reset. Join us. And so that's kind of ominous to begin with. Like everyone, it's like you don't have a fucking choice. Yeah. Yeah. So that that <clears throat> that was your role could be murder. Yeah, your role could be to fucking uh, up against stand against the wall. Yeah, your role could be POW. Yeah. Your role could be champion. Well, it all depends on... It's like taking all these examples that people bitch about with capitalism, which are true, yeah. you know, like, but like, and it kind of forces it into hyperspeed, where it's just sort of like, well, we decided this as a company, this is what we want, we're bigger than you. Do you want to play ball or not? If you don't, no matter what it may be, it's like, all right, well, we'll find somebody else. You Good luck playing ball with somebody else. Because yeah. now we're going to say... That, off, to the, uh, off to the FEMA camp with you. Yeah. yeah. So, it's all about a monopoly of power. But, so the, uh, the, the other video they put out, this is the one that, got, um, that they took down because it got so much uh, outrage on the internet. It's called Eight Predictions for the World in 2030. And this just happens to line up with the UN uh, Goals for Sustainability 2030, also known as Agenda 2030, Agenda 21. Which just basically has the same goals to put every to consolidate the majority of the world's population into smart cities, fully automated gay space communism. <laughs> Eight predictions for the world in twenty thirty. You'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah, they've tried that before. Whatever you want, you'll rent and it'll be delivered by drone. So right off the bat, that's like wait, nothing. You'll own nothing. Shoes, clothes, a house, yeah. land. I believe Frank Zappa said it best when he said, communism doesn't work because people like to own stuff. Right, exactly. Mic drop. But Here's the next one. The U.S. won't be the world's leading superpower. A handful of countries will dominate. It's totally vague, but basically what they're saying is that like we're... G7. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, like... America's going to still be America, but only... Foreign leaders are going to control what is legal and illegal. Yeah. Dude, what you saw with Brexit and you saw with Trump in 2016, that was the human... That was not racism or white white lash or backlash or anything. That was the human spirit coming back up and being like, whoosh, you know what I mean? Like, and now we're back to fucking Biden business. Well, and well, you, you, I'm sure you've noticed in the last few years they've equated the words nationalism with 
uh, racial supremacy, which I think is yeah, that doesn't make any fucking, fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, but people are going to be automatically programmed to think that way, and that's fucking so, frightening. Here's the least. Here's the next one. It starts getting weird here. You won't die waiting for an organ organ donor. We won't transplant organs. We'll print new ones. I'll I'll fucking believe that when I see it. You know what I mean? I think that's entirely possible. I think I think something like that. Those are marvels of medicine. Like maybe they like they truly are. Other well, Dick, things. Dick though, Cheney literally doesn't have a heart. So I mean, I guess that's that's possible. Right. Right. Really? Yeah. He doesn't have a pulse. He's he, still alive. He has an artificial heart. Yeah. Okay. But um. Wow. It'll but alive though. Well, yeah. like we were saying the earlier, the dark side of the that, force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Earlier, when you were talking about five G zombies, I was like, I don't know if you guys are Star Wars nerds, but that reminds me of Order sixty six. Yeah, dude. You, you know what that is? No. So in the <laughs> you, you know what it is in the Star no. you're not a Star Wars kid? No. In the, oh my in the Star God. Wars no, world, not big into it. Never so was. like. In the prequels, I'm um, done. Bye. <laughs> in the prequels, they they introduced this whole idea of a clone army, and so like they took this one guy and cloned him a billion times, and they also inserted microchips into them. So whenever the emperor uh, basically took power away from the senate, he he was given emergency powers, which he promised to give back when everything went back to normal. Sure. Yeah. So you didn't understand my reference when he's like, my resolve has never been stronger. No, no. You don't know. They were watching Star Wars. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I've I seen them. I'm just not a fan. Watch him again with a conspiratorial eye. Apply yeah, it to what's going brilliant. on now. And it actually is it's pretty brilliant. good. brilliant. No, the new ones are garbage. But uh, Yeah, the sequel trilogy is shit. Uh, but so whenever he takes power over the Senate, he's he's like execute Order sixty six. <laughs> oh, you sound like you might be a Star Wars fan, there, buddy. And then so no, no, like like I because I, I've seen the movie. I don't remember it's George Lucas dialogue, especially with right. the three that what was it one, two, and three were the episodes. Mm. Like the dialogue is not memorable. Yeah. I, what about what about the beginning of the first one? He's like, oh, we have to. Uh, the Galactic Federation for permission to be here. It's like, whoa, dude. Or the uh, greedy... Watto? The, the, the greedy alien with I, the giant nose. <laughs> I talked about the, the character Watto with uh, my buddy Jake Walsh on uh, his uh, first episode because I had to write a paper. Like, they gave us an assignment on, like, a Star Wars. Like, like hey, everybody loves Star Wars. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I've seen it. What, what, what are we doing? You know, you can... Being right next to someone for your whole lifetime and never really know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've really changed, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Lord of the Rings. I, I think we Peter Jackson killed it with. No, the, that's the best. That's the best trilogy of all time. The Lord of the Rings trilogy is, mm-hmm. without doubt, the the best trilogy and, of all and time. And the Hobbit sequels, not that good either. The so, reason, like, with the comparison to Lucas, the Star Wars, the first three he did, they're enjoyable. Yeah, they're enjoyable, and like. As far as cinema goes, they're they're definitely, especially the first one. It had um, the second use of CGI ever. Yeah. It's in a, a shot where it's looking at the computer screen in a uh, like Luke's. What are they called? The X Fighters. X Wing. X Wing. You dick. Just Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I know. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm so, not. I'm not into this uh, space okay, propaganda. Okay. So the whole, okay. Okay. The whole. The whole. Okay. Hey, hold on. The based, whole, based on the whole, occultism and Kabbalism. So I yeah. Mean. Okay. The whole. Okay. You're just fucking telling me. Okay. Jordan Peterson talks about Pinocchio and like diving into the depths or you know rescue your father and that's what you know 
it makes you a man. Oh, well, it's not a it's not a dragon. It's a whale in this sense, but it's something. Yeah, well, well it depends on what you mean. In this sense, is a fucking it's si- bloody Lord. something, dude. It's, <laughs> yeah. But no, I've a uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like Star Wars, I'm Mike's have gonna start up Star Wars podcast just to have you on. Yeah. That's that's fine. I'm like, you dick. Like I'll I'll watch them. I've watched what were the um I watched the um the one where spoiler alert Han, Han Solo finally dies. That was the Force Awakens. I watched that. The one. beginning of what could have been a good trilogy, but it, it was, was enjoyable. Shit. But, Ryan, um, Ryan Johnson. It uh, was a movie. It was yeah. It was a movie. Yeah. That's normally the reaction I've gotten from every Star Wars like thing I've watched. Is fair. That dude. was a movie. Fair. Some of them better than others. I think that uh, was it. Episode five, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Episode six, Return of the Jedi. Were uh, even when I was a kid, they were like like the ones where I was just like, yeah, those those two like like they're they're you, good. You they're good so, movies. There's something I want to say about Empire Strikes Back. The reason why that trilogy is so good and that movie is so good is because it had the balls to end on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had his just Luke, his father just cut his fucking hand off and found out that his father was the leader of the evil, you know, Republic. Tune in in five years. Yeah. And see what, yeah. And then he fucking goes <laughs> to the depths and rescues his father. He's like, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. There's that family guy gag where Leia's like, turn the ship around. Leia knows where Luke is. That shit, dude. That shit. I swear to God, that shit will pop into my head in the middle of a work day, just for no reason. <laughs> Turn the ship around. Leia knows where Luke is. But uh, all right. There's only like three more. Okay, so the next one is you'll eat much less meat, which a lot of people will tell you is a good thing. I don't think it is. I was a vegan for three years, and it completely destroyed my health. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you if you so like each point that I've read from this list of eight, if you go on the website, it kind of expands what they're what they mean, and it's like for our oh yeah, you'll eat much less meat, an occasional treat, not a staple, for the good of our environment and our health. But in the little description on the website under that, it's like it's like a Q and A, and the question is, well, what what will our diet consist of? And it's like, well, you know, fruits, vegetables, bugs, nuts, bugs. And, protein, then, and then the, and the last two things it says, it's like it's trying to sneak it in there. It's like, and artificial meat and bugs. It's mostly going to be bugs. It's yeah. going to be fucking, uh, what was that movie called? Soylent Green is people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is so fucking weird to me that there is a, there, why would you name your company Soylent as a, with, as a, a mill replacement company? You know that's their name. Yeah, it's a fucking it's, it's, it's a, a soy. No, no, yeah, oh. no. But there's an actual company called Soylent that makes soy-based meal replacements. Oh <laughs> that's not a great fucking. I don't know. That's weird. They're probably up to no good if they have a fucking out in the open, fucked up. Yeah, name. hiding in plain sight. Yeah, there's a movie called uh, what is it? Soylent Green. Yeah, I was, I, was, like, I was actually thinking of Snowpiercer because he, so yeah, so because he the, gets the cockroaches. He, he gets up to the machine where they make the little food blocks that they eat, and he opens it up, and it's just full of bugs. Yeah, yeah. and I mean that really is part of the plan. I've never seen the movie, but I've seen Snowpiercer. A, I've seen uh, breakdowns of it. It's good. It's really good. Tilda Swinton's fucking really good in that. Just like is she like the captain or but something? She's some. She's some. There, well, well, there's different levels to the train, and as he works his way toward the front of the train, mm-hmm. he discovers different things. But about that, that's and he ends up getting to choose whether he's gonna keep could, driving the train or <laughs> stop the train. Precisely. That basically 
that whole movie <clears throat> encompasses the, the basic idea of the Great Reset very well. Mm. Because at the end of the train, you have the people who are fucking fighting each other over, you know, eating whatever they can get their hands on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then as he progresses up the train, it's like each one is an upgrade in class. So it's like everybody in the back, it's like all like Hunger Games is similar too. It's like everybody in the back of the train is fucking starving, killing each other for scraps of fucking eating <clears throat> bullshit. And, the, and like towards the end of the train, they're like just having feasts all the time, like orgies and fucking feasts. And, yeah. that, and that's how it's going to be. The, the fully automated gay space communism is not for you and me. It's for Bill Gates and your Mark Zuckerbergs and your Elon Musks. And, yeah. and, where, and it even goes, <clears throat> even goes back to Plato's Republic. I know we've talked about this before. In Plato's ideal republic, the philosopher kings will rule and they'll, and they'll have whatever they want at all times. Now, yeah. the people out in the field doing your slave labor, you don't want them to be strong. You don't want them to be able to organize and maybe have a revolution or, or a rebellion or whatever. So you don't feed them meat. They eat grain. They basically eat fucking cornflakes all day. That's all they get. And keep them just strong enough to fucking till your, till your fields and, you know, grow your artificial lab meat or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. The lamb chop crops are really coming in this yeah. year. <laughs> okay, here's here's a scary one. A billion people will be di- displaced by climate change. They're just they're just predicting that. Yeah. Well, I I'm fairly uh, convinced on the side of they manip- uh, manipulate the weather. Right. Like Well, that's what I'm saying is it going to be organic because you seem pretty up. damn sure about that number. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so as a as of um you know, because of that, their next point is we'll have to do a better job at welcoming and integrating refugees. So, whatever you feel about that, you know, uh, go fuck yourself. Get with it. <laughs> yeah. uh, polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide, which we've already heard about this coming up with the um, with the Paris Climate Accords. Yeah, that you can pollute as much as you want as long as you can afford it. This will help make fossil fuels history. Which that term by itself is a fucking farce. Fossil fuels, like it's it's proven a long fucking time ago that oil does not come from dinosaur bones. Yeah, I've got this. I saw this shit the other day. Like it's like this T Rex on top of this fucking Velociraptor. Like fucking it. Like uh, like yeah, fucking for future fuel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there is some guy. Um, now I'm sure you could derive like crude oil from fossils. I'm sure you could. Right. Right. But you can also get it from from dead trees. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you can take like a dead tree stump and uh, uh, slow cook it. I don't know if they do a wet burn mm. like how they would use to make uh, a terra firma, like in the Amazon, where it's like like uh, yeah, the topsoil here is man made, like right because the actual soil was so shitty that they couldn't grow anything. So these ancient cultures in the Amazon made their own soil. But anyway, like you can make um, you can make crude oil like from like a, a tree stump, like a mm. dead tree stump. So I believe it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of oil under the ground. It's not well, a precious resource. Well, that, that's that's the. I think it's precious by locale, yeah. right? Like, and I, and I totally do think that like like we can and we do damage to Earth that is. Like we could totally avoid doing so much damage, super, but super, like my biggest concern is usually the water the pollution. Earth. Like the the water pollution is like an avoidable thing we can do immediately to be like, yo, why don't we like shut down these companies that are dumping garbage literally into water? Yeah. And it's like over time, and nobody's doing anything mm-hmm. about it. Like 
that that seems like a really easy problem to uh, help with whatever their uh, uh, agenda would, right. in theory, outline. But that's not what a lot of this environmentalism is. It's a marketing campaign mm-hmm. again, like because there's so much money in climate science. But they only reach for lofty goals. They want to, <laughs> they want to fight climate change, which is something you can't do anything about. Like, no, it's I, I don't, a war on terror. I don't think like humans even play any part in what they call climate change. Dude, I but think there's. I think, a, I, I, think, think I think it's pollution. Po- like, no, yeah, pollution. That's, that's, is the, but I mean, we've lost that term. Pollution is you the know, problem. You, you yeah. notice that, like, when people debate climate change, or even like they talk about climate change, they don't really like like why don't we talk about pollution? Right. Yeah. Like pollution seems like where we can actually sort of be like, all right, sift through this bullshit buzzword mist that it causes, yeah. where people can just. Talk about titles of ideas or, or, or like text on a meme. They can't really expand on anything therein. You know what I mean? But if like you start like talking about like, well, let's focus on the pollution aspect of it. Right. Then you can start really constructing some solid arguments, right? So like whenever the argument is just laid out like, well, it has to be carbon. Like we have to go after like like carbon dioxide. It's like you know, carbon dioxide is how living things grow. Right. Like like the idea of outlawing these things is a really bad notion to yeah. me. Like like let's say instead let's instead of like especially in some places that are like so poor like West Virginia where it's a, abundant in coal and they can use that to produce electricity for yeah. everybody in the state on top of like hydroelectricity as well but like Coal's a lot more abundant there. How fascistic is it to come in and say that you actually, you can't use your own natural resources here. But if you look at things that have somehow been touched with the um, uh, IPCC's, uh, a sort of uh, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, like their sort of helping hand, which they're pro-Great Reset as well, you know what I mean? Like they go into some developing countries and they literally uh, <laughs> suppress their development, so they quote unquote guide them through this development of like 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 use solar technology and things of this nature. It's like well, they're abundant in oil here, so what it, what ends up happening is some of these countries to where they have sort of been like in a chokehold with this uh, this notion of helping out the the less fortunate world mm-hmm. that uh, we sort of see from. Uh, <coughs> these Western uh, uh, institutions, they end up uh, selling a lot of their uh, resources to the Chinese, and the Chinese have just bought it up. So, like, the whole time that they're not allowed to do anything, so no businesses have sort of developed in these communities to where they can, like, like sell their oil, like, produce their oil, but instead they have nationalized it and then sold the rights to it to China, so it just remains an untapped Recently. at their at their whim. Their behest, right? And the leaders of these countries, because they've been despots put there, probably by us. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But like yeah. that, they're they're just looking for that deal. But that's and that's that's I think that's the plan for everybody. You're gonna be ra- you're gonna be raising livestock on your land that then you have to put on a truck to go to the smart city. Dude, that's how communism works. Yeah. And that's how they put all, okay, they put all, okay, all the farmers, right? Like what? Like, let's say 10% of the population works on, on farms and produces food for all the cities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. What happened 
the 20th century, I think it was in Russia with the gulags and shit. Um, the people that uh, had the farms, they were looked at as like wealthy or something like that, and they were the you know the people in the cities turned on them and went and that's what caused the starvation is was attacking the farmers, the farmers, right. and well because just, they grew something that was it's needed, right? Mm-hmm. So it belongs to everybody. Yeah, no, it fucking doesn't. It's, but that's that's but kind of like one of the like foundations of like that the whole ideology is like 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 property is is a concept right it's not a right it's yeah. a it's a it's a concept or even worse it's theft <laughs> yeah. well, it's, i mean it uh, depends on how how much you believe it you know what i mean <laughs> I, I believe this shit's mine you know what i'm saying so whatever what what i found <laughs> come and, and take it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what i found and uh, i normally uh, i guess gravitate towards people that are somewhat like-minded in this regard is that you know my belief doesn't in whatever doesn't ask or require other people to believe it right yeah you know what right. i mean yeah so we have a fucker believes what i think yeah but yeah it, if, it, you, if your idea of heaven is gay space communism bro you should commit your life right to achieving fully that. automated by the way but like full, <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to mismechanize the idea. God damn it, guys! We're going to meet you. A fully automated gay space communism. If if like these are ideas that you can you can achieve on your own accord, you know what I mean, and make the world a better place for it or existence. Since I guess like you can't use the world. Since well, what they're space. trying to do is immunitize the eschaton. <laughs> Well, at least though, when you send and I, honestly, well, a point I wanted to make, and I was thinking about it as you two were chattering about, um, well, I'd like okay, to coin, <laughs> um, uh, like what, there's whether there's just like a breakaway civilization, and there is more Dang. Earth, more Earth, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, no, I know that's what I was, I was going to say. No, you know, in a breakaway civ, but breakaway civilization, and we're just out here talking about all this shit and they've got plans you know and we're just riding through this life until we die and there's something controlling this realm I don't know it's fucking crazy well it kind of brings to mind um, what I was uh, you know, showing you guys before uh, we got started which ties in with the mud flood fucking as, mud flood as, yeah. as, <laughs> as well um, but um you know this uh, this idea that the earth is is bigger this realm is like constantly changing uh-huh. right so this um this particular guy i forget his name i think it was ewar anon e w a r anon um but he uh he's a flat earth youtuber mm-hmm. and he had put out a uh, a Rather, rather well done, and his his jokes and attempted humor, and they're not they're not that bad. They're not that bad. He's got this kind of voice the whole time, and he'll say stuff like, "Come, let us go deeper into the forest." <laughs> this is a YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, a channel I like. They don't have everything in um. In English, they're uh, they're called Stolen History. Okay. So some of the stuff they have that is in English, it's it, it, it's 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 a kind of a mixed bag. But there's there's some there's some goodies in there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's subtitled though, right? 
this one, it's just all in English. Other ones, sometimes it's subtitled. Other times it's just a podcast. And it's just like, uh. I have no idea what. <laughs> like, they just... They just sound like Vikings. Maybe that's racist, but I'm 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 mostly white. I know lots of white people. I don't want to sound bigoted. I think the last thing anybody else could. <laughs> but it does. You it's, making fun of Vikings. But yeah, it sounds like something in my head where like like an ancestor is just like you are a disappointment. They all want songs. Fucking play this meme one time, and it's like ancestors. Please give me guidance, and like it's like this Neanderthal, like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. What I mean is, you look like you would have a battle axe on your like strapped to your back. So. Yeah, yeah, I would be a fraud. <laughs> like, fuck, man, I've cut down a couple trees before when camping. Kind of novice at it, dude. But I mean, like throughout history is bloody, man. History is violent and bloody, and. There's everyone's been slaves of another race at some point in history. Yeah, you know it's it's, it's eternal chaos it and order, fucking clashing, order and chaos. Yeah, yes, and trying to adapt and stay as long as you can. Yeah, stay as long as you can because right. you know it, it to, may not be the only one. Trying to imminent imminent times of this Yeah. It may not be the only go-round you get, you know what I mean, but it's going to be the only go-round you can consciously remember the one you're having. So yeah. I think there's something special to that. But to, to that notion, yeah, so this um, this guy, he, uh, he starts going through this uh, these abandoned cities, right, that we were talking about earlier, okay. right? And if you even look at, like, a, a city like Washington, D.C., like, the architecture there is, like, Gorgeous, like it's so ornate in DC. Okay, yeah. Like, and even like from above, like you look and you see the symmetry that's Mm. there. Like, you know, it's home to 22.2 degrees. It was a fucking swamp. No one would ever want to build their capital where we built our capital, but we built our capital there for a reason. And it's super intricately designed. Yes. With the obelisks and. Well, not only that, but it lines up with constellations. Yeah, yeah dude, there's, there's dude, symmetry. The same, there. same as the pyramids in Giza yeah. and uh, the the Teotihuacan fucking in uh, in Mexico, man. Yeah. So, and uh, they were doing this was sometime in the last twenty years. They were doing some sort of renovation to the front of the Capitol, right, where they had to excavate the ground. Well, they saw that the front piece, including columns, kept going down. At, uh, a little more than three meters so that's like around 10 feet or yeah. so and it it's really uh, I mean it's fascinating but it's really baffling because it's like now we're told this was built in whatever whatever year the capital was built yeah. right I think it, that it said after it was burnt down what was that 1812 yeah, yeah. so let's say sometime after that why would it then why would they when all this material is like scarce, right? Build and waste ten feet into the foundation of ornate columns, yeah. uh, like going all the way down. They found in, uh, I believe it was Nashville, Tennessee. Maybe it was Knoxville. I could be wrong, but um, they found underneath shops in the middle of the city there were shops in the basement, like like bottom storefronts that they found for like excavating doing work like mm-hmm. underneath where they found that there was like another 10 feet of like the building like yeah. the same building but it was just untouched mm. you 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 don't see this everywhere but you see it in a lot of places so the 
the almost, mud, like, almost like there was an underground that used to exist or something. What do you, what do you, so this this guy starts to tie some pieces into how it could cause this mud flood, as it seems, right? Of this soil liquefaction just suddenly happening yeah. to where all the topsoil acts like liquid. Yeah. And structures either collapse or they sink or are carried off yeah. until something like a great reverberation or an earthquake stops. Yeah. And then it locks back in. Okay. So it's like quicksand, but like a mudslide version of quicksand. Like everything yeah. turns into quicksand. Everything. Okay. So gotcha. these big structures, because they're... And you're talking about the Capitol building. That's one example. Okay. But they're all over the place. Right. And, and they're all like Greco-Roman style architecture for the most part yeah well the big ones are but like there's even like some like normal buildings that like <coughs> but like um not that they're all greco-roman but you see Gro Gro greco-roman architecture in all of these locations yes yeah. yes yeah absolutely hmm. so this um this mud flood theory has kind of kind of for a while just kind of been like speculations as far as like like well what what could cause that like there were uh, a really weird earthquakes that happened in America in uh, uh, 1812 and uh, 18 uh, either it was either 11 and 12 or 12 and 13, but it was in uh, uh, the middle of the country in the Mississippi Valley. Yeah. The uh, Madrid uh, earthquakes, right? And there were five earthquakes that were magnitude five plus or more mm -hmm. in in like a. a an eight or six week period, mm -hmm. like it just kept happening, and it's not on a tectonic plate where they're where they're meeting. It's in the middle of a tectonic plate. Mm -hmm. But this guy sort of takes an odd route, and he starts looking at cathedrals and the symmetry of buildings, and treating them as if they were a power grid or a motherboard, huh. right? Uh -huh. And that the, the idea of building a city in sacred ge a geometric fashion. Yeah. Could uh, bring a certain energy. Well, precisely. Like so, this idea of ether being real mm -hmm. would be what we call electromagnetism, mm -hmm. right? This toroidal field that that we live in, like, is is full of electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. So that uh, he was showing examples of where you can take mercury, which is outlawed. You can't you can't like sell and buy mercury anymore. Yeah. But you could take mercury in a tube. And use uh, an antenna that had a gold, and then in the middle of it, somewhere, uh, due to magnetism, you had to have like a, like an iron support rod. Okay. But the gold can't touch the mercury because it'll uh, cause uh, the mercury will just absorb all the gold like immediately, hmm. and it'll turn to a, an amalgamate of like gold and mercury. Ah, okay. So they kept them separate, and they did something with magnetism and using the ether as an antenna. It creates power, and they hook up a TV and a game system, and turn on the television in the middle of the woods with oh. this antenna that's got a little vial of mercury oh. that's, that's just pulling energy. Do you have any idea what kind of technology they fucking have, man? Like, it's like Tesla, Nikola Tesla, fucking salt. Well, salt. That, I mean, that would that would explain if they had energy like that back then how that they would, could control weather well that, that know, would explain zero point energy or what you know all the stuff Tesla was talking about about just pulling energy out of the air yeah, yeah. it's infinite like it's it's, it's infinitely there <laughs> so he, he starts uh, arguing that these cathedrals and how they're based and built and not they're always not always cathedrals sometimes they're governmental buildings mm. sometimes they're 
That's gonna be loud as fuck. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, governmental buildings and uh, 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 certain churches and some uh, like uh, mosques and. Like all all these like that sort of exhibit this what they call neoclassical architecture. Like where uh, if you look at them, they're sort of so beautifully designed that a lot of times they'll have a uh, what's called what they call it, a front front piece arch or mm-hmm. something. So this guy makes an absurd claim that this is actually a magnet, a horseshoe magnet that is so large. But like how it's designed is used in like certain like big cities like in Paris in order to like get as much the, as you uh, can to distribute Arc, Arc de Triomphe. Right, but the symmetry of like where it's at, it would have to go somewhere. So it's all like the city is like one big motherboard, right? That's insane. Yeah. Dude. So like there's other places where um, I forget this guy's name. He was responsible for designing at the World's Fair. In Great Britain, one year, this giant observatory that was all glass. It was all glass at at a time to where the local glass factory would have had. In one year, this gigantic building was made for the World's Fair. They would have had to have made eight thousand sheets of glass every day for a year just to account for the glass in this building. And like this is before you had like 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 uh, uh, what do you call it? Henry Ford was big into it. Assembly line. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay. like, no mass production. Right. And for, what, and a, a week? Because then they just, if it was a World's Fair, they just tore all that shit down. That's that's the argument right. to be made, right? What, what seems more likely is that they found a lot of these places. And then destroyed it. Well, because what is missing from this layout and this idea of a... Um, of either a machine a or a city a, as a motherboard, a right? Yeah. Is an engine. So... They make the argument that in cathedrals, a lot of times where an altar piece is at, is usually in a domed building, mm, yeah. and usually like it has this sort of symmetry to it, to where it would be really receptive if you need to say like extract all this energy and then bring it into an mm-hmm. engine, mm-hmm. right? That engine is going to take all that energy and then disperse it back into whatever like. Like the world, you mean? Like or the, or or the within, city or within that proximity, right? So we're just so you look at like things from like world's fairs, like back in the day, and they had moving sidewalks. This is before they had power tools. A lot of these places, okay. moving sidewalks. They'll have cities where at nighttime everything looks like an amusement park or like Las Vegas. Like everything's yeah. lit up. Everything's lit up, and this notion of like them setting all this up just for the world's fair and just to tear it down. They supposedly had crystal buildings that they specifically made. What year was this? This was in the late 19th century and a little bit uh, pre-World War One in the 20th century. Okay. Which, which is weird because in the late 1800s, if I'm not... So you're saying there's no, there's no um, human explanation for how much, how, I mean, how that could be produced today? What it, one possibility, the guy's channel got uh, nuked before uh, the series was finish he's done I think seven parts of it. Is it you or Anon you said? Yes. <laughs> but um was that the world was much different and that whenever they essentially shut off certain machines that have been running 
it caused things to react. So imagine if like everything in your city was being powered by the earth itself, right? right? Everything. Yeah. And then you shut everything off. Where does that energy go? It, it, it has to go somewhere, yeah. right? So if, say, like a capacitor isn't big enough, I think that's the part of it that would store that, right? It would have to still discharge somewhere. Otherwise, it would blow, like right. overload something, right? I'm not an electrician. I could be totally no. wrong. So you're saying there's some, some ethereal uh, energy coming into these points and well, collecting some kind of energy. Yeah. Okay. Like from the air. they uh, Steeples. Like the symbology at the top of the steeple is not indicative of a religion. It's because it pulls in energy as yeah. an antenna in a certain yeah. way. Dude, right? the the, uh, the the Jewish star, the hexagram, that's on Saturn. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, it's like the hexa- hexagonal uh, top of Saturn, and Saturn gives off this frequency that uh, sounds ominous as. Like the, the Cassini, Cassini, what is it? Cassini? Uh, I think so. Yeah. For it to be audible for the human ear, yeah. they had to like uh, the I Cassini think speed space it up probe, like, yeah. like 400x or yeah, something. Yeah, but like it's that. like, it's like that's the frequency, like, bang, and it's like these huge rings on Saturn are they they say that they're like you know billions of year old, years old or whatever, but they like they've seen changes within five minutes, you know what I mean? Where like then they said there was these electromagnetic vehicles that were dispersing this crystalline uh, substance into the rings, creating them, and they were being used to project a frequency. Yeah. And that frequency, crazy. it is fucking crazy. And the, on top of Saturn, there's a fucking uh, hexagram or whatever, and that doesn't make any sense if something's like a spin, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, but it's just... Uh, oh, yeah, it would, yeah, it would be round. Yeah, I've never yeah, thought about that. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, uh, but, but the religious symbols, the cross is a, uh, is a cube, Unfolded. Know, unfolded. In uh, Mecca, there's a giant cube. Everyone walks, goes, goes yeah, around. Kaaba. Concentric, concentric rings and right. plays around, right. you know, every mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, this, um, this guy, he uh, looks at stars as well. He makes comparisons with a reflective, a refractive, or maybe it's reflecting and refracting, whatever, telescopes. And then with, uh, what's uh, the flat earth? camera the Nikon P900 they got a thousand now they got a thousand now so um, and he points out that actually with well they are very uh, 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 comparable as far as like how you can view it with stars there's a certain uh, I think it's called like chromatic distortion it's like um, if you ever look at something and it's like you can see like like a picture even in real life where it's got like a blue hue to it because it's moving or mm-hmm. something, where it's just like like oh shit like it's it causes chromatic distortion. Well, it happens with stars when you look at them as well. Well, with this camera, it, it doesn't happen. So what it's able to show is that these stars are also pulsing. They're they're also like their own mm-hmm. sacred geometry. Their own like I've seen, I've seen snowflake thing where they like super zoom into a star and mm-hmm. it'll just be like a vibrating like fucking pentagram or some shit not a pentagram but like some kind of geometric shape and it's just like yeah it looks, like it's fucking tessellating yeah like like it's like it's made of music That's yeah like, well that uh, I think it was Plato yeah. I think it was Plato that talked about the music of the spheres you know the the song that that the heavens sing you know what I mean like. That's- what? So Gustav uh, Holtz, I think that's his name. He wrote a symphony about uh, uh, it's called the Suite of the Planets. He does one for uh, uh, all uh, all I think there's nine. Yeah, all nine of them. All no, nine. no Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> no Pluto 
What so the with the so with the etheric energy that supposedly they're sucking into these cities that are like shaped like fucking microchips and shit. What like uh I think they're like you, motherboards. Right, yeah. Um look, I don't know shit about electronics or electricity, but um, I'm an idiot at best. I've seen I've seen these photos of all of these like ornate ass buildings. I think there's a bunch in the uh shit, was that not the Louvre. It's a big place in France. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but there's these fireplaces with no chimneys. Have you seen these? Yeah, yeah. There's just the, just these indentations in the wall. That what else could it be? It's obviously a fireplace. Yeah. Well, other times there'll no be chimneys. art. There'll be art like in the fireplace. Yeah, like a little golden statue or some shit. Yeah, or, and sometimes there was like oh, uh, where's this? Like in, they're all over the place. But I mean, the the one I'm same time Versailles, period we're talking about. I think, I think Versailles is what I'm was thinking. Fireplaces, fireplaces with no chimneys. It's just an indentation in the like a brick wall yeah. in, the, in these buildings that uh, supposedly all were built around the same time in the mid eighteen hundreds. Okay. Okay. Just these hole, a hole in the wall where you it looks like you would obviously have a little rack to put your firewood and set it on fire, but there's nowhere for the smoke to go. That's strange. A lot of these places, it's even like in cathedrals where it's laid out schematically like a dynamic microphone. So like with this microphone, I have to have uh, uh, 48 volts running through it, otherwise it's not going to work. Versus uh, like an SM57, which uh, you just plug it in and whoop, 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 you got you got signal, it's ready to go. Um, Straight from the spe- from the speaker, not from the power source. Right, right. Or the speaker it, is the power source. It converts uh, acoustic energy, your voice, right, <laughs> into uh, I think a, a magnetic energy because it takes the vibration of a diaphragm and converts it to a magnetic signal and then into an electrical signal, which it then runs through the cable mm-hmm. to the other end, where it reverses the process and comes out as acoustic energy. Whoa. So it makes you wonder uh, the, the the large mechanics of uh, the universe, right? I mean? So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like, like again, like, like I always get excited with uh, with uh, mud flood. Yeah, be- I because uh, I have we haven't realized I never heard about it until like you had uh, talked about it on uh, our first episode. Yeah, I didn't, first, even, I didn't even know much time. about it at that point, and I still don't. This but. is the first time I've heard anything about it, and I want to hear. Oh, more. dude, it's fucking insane. Okay, I actually have a good example. Okay, so. Whenever he was talking about the soil, li- the, so- the soil yeah. liquefaction, where every basically all of the soil turned into water, and there was a giant, giant fucking mudslide, basically. Okay. So you have all these buildings around what time? Of the, they suppose around the mid nineteenth century, eighteen fifty ish. Okay, okay. That, that seems to be like kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like around with like the Civil War, where it's like accountability with history. Yeah, starts yeah okay. Like, like, hey, no. Nah, Civil this War is, was eighteen sixty four. Or something like it that. It ended in '65. Okay, so, like we were saying earlier, you can't really tell for sure what happened before then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's all oh there's God. all these ornate buildings. A lot of them have Greco-Roman uh, architecture, like he was saying. But a lot of a lot of buildings are look like they're built into a hill. Like I'm sure you've seen a building like this. Like it's a building going straight up, but it's built on a hill. So it's like, so on the left side you can see ten foot lower than you can on the high side. You know what I mean? Okay. So kind of looks like there's a landslide, and then as it lost steam from vibration, either from being weakened or proximity from moving away from it, that it just eventually slows and it stops, and that's where the building stops. What? And then the so mud you, just sort of goes around it until it stops. Like this, I'm, I'm sure you've seen buildings like this. So there's a hill, and yeah. The building is projecting, and so like on the left side, you can see all three stories. 
but on the right side you can only see maybe the top two so and another thing that they talk about a lot is basement windows so like you'll you'll see a building at the and right right on the ground there'll be these little windows to supposedly let sunlight into the basement right mm -hmm. <clears throat> so well a lot of those same buildings you dig below them and there's a whole another fucking floor that was that's covered in soil that nobody just nobody knew about it. and uh one so like the carnegie museum downtown it's a museum it's a museum now it used to be a library it's got those those uh, basement windows and it and it looks similar to a lot of the buildings i see as examples like on other videos that talk about this it's fucking insane like you'll see buildings where the front door for some reason they'll be excavating around a building and you'll see the front door but then under the ground that it's like a whole giant fucking chamber down at the bottom that nobody knew about until they went to go replace the stairs or some shit like that what? and they had to dig down a few feet to pour a, you know extra foundation like, like like grand entrances that yeah. are buried to yeah. where it's like if uh, resources were so scarce, we this is like pre-industrial revolution, like oh it, and pre-power tools, right? How the fuck and why the fuck would you waste all of that material to build ornate architecture ten feet below the ground? Right. Okay, so it, there had to be a the the official story is that we built all these buildings in the 1850s, but what people who are looking into the, uh, into with this a, topic, with a nostalgic fascination of earlier times architecture ancient Greece and Rome etc neoclassical you're saying that it's probably older than that they, they, they found yeah. America's they, stolen right most people agree on that no matter what your politics are that are you talking about, are you talking about a lost land. civilization creating or, very ornate cathedrals and buildings and then being that was completely flipped, wiped out wiped out by a mud quicksand flood. yeah mud flood pretty much okay I'm on the flood now. I got you. <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna be up late tonight boy <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's I've been up late for a couple of months now. Hmm. Not really, but that that it's is one of the that is one of the newer conspiracy theories where I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! It's like once you've gone all the way down, it's like you you don't have very many like mental explosions anymore. Where you're just like, what the fuck? I question everything now. Well, because the taboo with flat Earth, I, th I think it normally like it's too much for people. Right. Well, right. that's where you get the Bible, man. All vanity is all. All is vanity. So like, keep God's commandments. This is man's all. Like hell yeah. That's all you. Can, that's all you can do. But but between mud flood and. Uh, Tartaria, like that's another one because those for some reason I don't know why those overlap so much. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Maybe because just a wiped out civilization and also and there's, there's numerous ones. If you if you look at, it, I would imagine it had something to do with purges that they had. Um, the you can look at old CIA documents uh, during like the Cold War where they talk about with history books they expunge mentioning uh, Tartary or Tartar, yeah, like as as a people entirely. <clears throat> Because supposedly, supposedly, in this idea where there's more land, Tartarians mm -hmm. are not, they're not the only folk that come from there, but they also have or had land there as well. In what, where? Elsewhere. The, the extra land. Oh. So. The Admiral Bird land. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. The way, okay, I mean. Over, I, over the hills and far away. It yeah, doesn't really, yeah. it doesn't necessarily contradict that, but. Past, what the, I, past the ice ring. What I thought it was, I thought it was like a like a worldwide civilization, like Atlantis style, that had maybe that's why it overlaps with the mud flood because they were the ones who had all the free energy technology. Dude, so, so y'all just blew my fucking gourd with that, telling me that two hundred years ago history the whole, gets money the whole world started that. Yeah, yeah, dude. 
fucking. Was that, I think it was off mic, but you were talking about the orphan trains earlier. That that is mind boggling by itself. Where yeah. with the thousands of children. Oh, just we, showing could t- up. we could totally re talk about all this. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Unless y'all are in a hurry. No, 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 no. I got a pee pee. Go right ahead, man. Because that that's preferably not in the back of the toilet. That's where I go. <laughs> but that, that shit in the sink. That's, that's crazy. Irony. The fact that just thousands of orphans just showed up on trains in, you know, cities 200 whatever years ago. It's like, where the fuck did they come from? And apparently, it wasn't just. It's totally <laughs> Which, ladies and gentlemen, if you're peeing right now or really need to pee, I'm sure this is not helping. If you can hear it, oh, looks like you stopped. But it's like, uh, as far as I can tell, it's like a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, where all all these kids all of a sudden just showed up, right? Like. But why would only or mostly kids survive? You know, what a cataclysm. I mean? Yeah, like I, uh, I'm a video game nerd. You know this. I just finished this game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Have you played it? <laughs> I've not. It's been out for several several years. But basically, the premise is you're like a caveman in the future, like that there was some kind of uh, global extinct extinction event, and um, there there's regular animals, but it's mostly these synthetic like robotic animals. Mm. And like they, it, basically, the Zero Dawn was a program in in the lore of the game where um, they created these robots. They got out of control, Matrix style. They're gonna kill everybody because you know that's what they always do. And so they like built these um, underground, uh, like basically safe houses, but for whole populations of people. They just went underground for like forever. You know what I mean? And then at a certain point all the robots that they had originally built to um, to fix the earth because the robots just they consumed biological material and then so they just consumed the whole planet basically forcing everything to go extinct so whenever the good robots re-pop, like re-flowered the earth the humans came back up out of the fucking underground cities Dude, and they're like, okay, cool, it's good I to hope, go now. I hope the Indians have, they talk about their ancient snake brothers that took them below yeah. ground yeah, into the right. earth because there was a great war between the gods and their snake brothers, their ancestors took the Hopi, but the Hopi are almost as uh, interesting as the Mayans. Imagine, yeah, like, imagine if they were underground for like 10,000 years. Though. Yeah. Imagine how, like whatever little bit of culture or, or mythology or religion or whatever you had when you went underground if you were gone for long enough you would come up and it would be all garbled and it wouldn't make any fucking sense exactly. like, it's like yeah we got these the story about like a green dude who like rode on a surfboard in space or something <laughs> 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 but they but you would call it the I don't the sun god you know what I mean or yeah. or yeah snake brothers or something yeah. so, something that makes no sense to us you're just like okay that's what that's what mythological shit sounds like so when it might have actually been a literal history of yeah. shit that actually fucking happened. We just don't understand it anymore. Yeah, yeah. and might not have been that long ago. Because, I mean, right. think about it. There was the American Indian genocide that mm-hmm. happened around that time as well. You know what I mean? There's supposedly a thousand years of culture and history and mythology just gone. Oh, yeah. So my library of Alexandria? Well, in essence, right? Yeah, like, they, I they mean, like, like... But over and over years. and over and over again yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh. it... The notion is that, like, it's... 
this renaissance that happened like 200 years prior, right? It's almost as if they knew certain things were That's going to happen. That's the actual renaissance, right? And yes. Yeah. Wait, no, that was like what, 14? Six, I think it was I don't, like I don't 15 know. or 1600s. You're probably 1600s? right. Let's find out. Yeah. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. When was the renaissance? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so we were both right. 1400 Siri, what is my name? Hey, Siri. What is my name? You're asking me? Coulter? That's right. Baby. <laughs> that's, that's enough. That's, sometimes she'll say, Coulter motherfucking rings. So the, was it the... Eddie. So is the... Is the theory here that the Renaissance actually happened, or that it was fabricated? I mean, I guess, I guess both, right? Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's the literal like sort of whitewashing of Jesus argument, mm -hmm. right? Where like everything became like, well, Rome's the authority on it. Even the artwork, like you weren't allowed to even touch paint until you had done like seven years of like authorized sculpting under these people. Really? So like. Like it was like the, oh, controlled. Yeah, so I mean, but like this is also like I guess you would argue it's the post dark ages, right? Mm -hmm. The fucking dark ages. That's always something continues. Sorry. Right. Well, I mean, but, it ties in with the the Fomenko argument that the dark ages never happened. Right. Yeah. That like the the timeline that we witness when you look at like lunar eclipse data, it doesn't match chronology yeah. at all, which also doesn't really help uh, folks trying to disprove like the mud flood great reset argument yeah, either right. you know yeah. because like it, it shows that there's some sort of deception that science or at least a scientific method of using observations Can sort of solve. yeah it, yeah. it sort of uh, negates their uh, their argument yeah hmm. certainly something wild something beyond us we what, don't understand what was like you were saying earlier it's like maybe the earth is much older than we think it is and then I was like oh we're much younger couldn't yeah. be you know yeah. maybe not the physical Dude, world hardcore, hardcore theologian like Christians believe the earth is only 4,000 years old no but I'm talking about the world we actually are experiencing right now like from what we're told like in school and stuff is like we basically have a direct line of history going back you know maybe 10,000 years and then kind of have an idea whatever million billion years back right but maybe actually we don't know anything except for like the past top 600 years you know what I mean yeah. Where, like That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, I I think it's not as far fetched as a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't even think that's as far fetched as uh, like like the, the moon landing being real. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I mean, because it's easy to trick people if you trick people. Dude, the twentieth century, the twentieth century, hundreds of millions of people died because of because of leftist socialism and communism gone bad, and nobody knows about that. And we're looking at the same shit going on in our society right now, and like that's how quick history can yeah. be deleted, right there. Yes, yeah. one generation. Yeah, it's just it's just agreed upon, right? So yeah. like again, like it's this thing where like people people are still sort of tied to like what they want to believe. They didn't they didn't take like the past couple of years as a catalyst for consciousness and mm -hmm. sort of like like uh, start thinking for themselves or you know. Anything like that, yeah, group think. Yeah, but this, uh, yeah, this Earth being like larger than it actually is, and this guy like 
it's the, the same image from earlier. Yeah, yeah. You... <laughs> it's it's this guy who's uh, making this mud flood argument. So okay, there's um there's a certain clock. I forget where it's at. Maybe it's Amsterdam. Amsterdam uh, BTW from uh, above it appears to have some sort of former star city uh, design to it, and all these canals have symmetry. Like Amsterdam has like all these canals as if they knew that like well you can use hydrotherapy mm. right mm. to or hydroelectricity sure. yeah hydroelectricity and like a way to um, uh, heal people essentially mm. right is by putting them in el- electromagnetically charged water be careful mm. <laughs> well I mean it can definitely go bad right but I mean if this is like an ancient technology that was lost that is more futuristic than we can imagine mm-hmm. right and they're pulling energy that's endless from the earth, from the air itself. Mm-hmm. They would probably have also learned how to use other mediums such as water with this technology as well. Mm-hmm. Hence, like canals and things were, of this nature. You were would talking be more to... than just well, it's 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 a easy access. Everybody just had boats. It's yeah. like, well, I'm, sh- I'm sure they had boats because you're yeah. by water, but like maybe we're just uh, like looking at too close to the elephant. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Like, was it you that was talking on I think it was uh, a couple episodes ago maybe it wasn't I don't know um, about a reservoir they found under the pyramids in Giza no is that you talking about that oh no that was probably me um, I think I did a, I think a, I did bring that up I think there's a chamber that went from the Nile River underneath uh, to the Great Pyramid and there's a chamber underneath where the pressure from the Nile water would bang against the bottom of the pyramid and create a vibration really and, uh, yeah and uh and I don't know, fucking microwaves into the fucking infinity and beyond. I, I, yeah. I just thought about that because you were talking about the canals and uh, well, that make. I mean, I, I've never fucking been out of the country, but it makes me think, I think of Venice could be similar. They uh, also argue, especially that be, being basically the capital of the Renaissance. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. They, they also bring up uh, other things such as canals, as far as like when they were created, and that like it seems like a lot of them would have been a lot older. And been there for a while. Um, there's one. It's used in Canada. It's on the Atlantic side, if I'm not mistaken, from y'all's perspective where you're at. It starts here and starts making its way inland, so it connects all these tributaries and lakes and bodies of water that were not connected beforehand. But in some of these places, they have stone walls that are erected. So again, you think about that. Whenever before they had dynamite, right? They were using gunpowder, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So imagine how much time using gunpowder to build these giant like canals that are like you know sometimes like fifty to like sixty feet deep. Yeah. Whoa. For miles, like miles and, and just miles. Straight lines or? Well, no, of course not. Yeah. Like, that yeah. was a, that's a civilization doing that. Precisely. There's even um, there's a couple of islands. Seriously. In, um, seriously engaged in what they're doing. Like. There's a couple of islands in Ireland. Um, for, I think. Maybe it's England. I'm not sure. I think it's somewhere near the Isle of Man, but it's not the Isle of Man. But um, there's three of them that are small, and they have stone walls on their perimeter outside, like constructed stone walls. Mm. They're like, the circumference of them in total is like thousands of miles. Like if you were to like unwrap <coughs> the, the wall itself and, and stretch it out in Ireland. In or Ireland. In either yeah, Ireland or the, Great Britain. The islands, it has... Stone walls going around the perimeter, but then also intersected in all kind of random ways. Uh, more stone walls. I, I literally just saw this today. I, I'm just wondering if we're talking about the same thing. I don't know if I recall seeing anything like okay, going look. further into the island, but 
I mean, like, well, point being is like that. Trying to inventize the eschaton. Yeah, <laughs> but like, again, like history is a much. set of lies agreed upon, right? So like, if they decided somewhere in the 20th century that they're like, you know what, starting with seemingly the baby boomers, that we're going to raise these kids a certain way. They're going to be learning about the world from a similar doctrine, right? Mm -hmm. And it teaches history from a certain perspective. It teaches science as certain truths that are actually not truths, they're just theories. But because the counter-argument to those theories might unravel what they have sort of based their institutions on, it's kind of left as fringe or in the dark a lot, you know? Um, there's certain folks you can find online that they're they're very old, and uh, they're talking with uh, flat earthers, and they're like, well, you know, whenever I was up in school, they taught us it was flat, and I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then some time passed, and then they're like, no, it's it's actually round. And I said, well, okay. <laughs> I'm too busy working in the field to yeah. really give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. well, it, there's that video going around, and I've only seen this one video. I haven't seen anybody else replicate this, so who knows? But this guy's got a, I think it's 1951 or 1954 Encyclopedia Americana or maybe Britannica. I don't know. But there's in the section for Antarctica, it talks about the location, size, like dimensions of where the firmament begins. Like it's like it goes up like 13,000 feet or something like that. You haven't seen this? Maybe I didn't recall it. It's though. it's like this dude. It's just a dude like holding a phone over his book, filming. He like opens to the page and he's like goes down. He's like, "Here's Antarctica, blah blah blah." And whatever year they discovered, you know, this at this location, you know, this many miles off the coast, they found, or maybe it was the ice wall or something. I, I, but basically, it was like the same shit that flat Earth people say that it was the firmament or the ice wall. Right. At this certain latitude, and it goes up this many miles. It was like thirteen thousand miles or some shit like that. But you, but you won't find that in any book except for this one book. That's the only video I've seen. An of ice it. wall that goes up thirteen thousand miles or feet. 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 Maybe. Okay, yeah. Sorry. sorry, I, I, probably sorry. Said, I probably said. I probably said. I probably said miles, but I meant. Yeah. Feet. Okay. Feet. But uh, thirteen thousand feet. So, like I said, I haven't seen anybody else with this with the same book. So it hasn't been replicated. Who knows? It could be bullshit. If it's a dome and they found the edge, that's literally going to have like probably the lowest height that they can right. get to. Right. Maybe 13,000 feet, you know? Mm -hmm. um, this guy using this clock, he um, shows that like, uh, you know, the clock, it accounts for eclipses and when they're going to happen. It accounts for zodiac as well. But it's not shaped like a, a circle. Now, in, in a piece of the clock, mm. there there is a circle that is supposed to represent Earth. Mm -hmm. And how... Earth moves like throughout throughout the the galaxy is like you know how how the uh, mainstream concession is, but this clock also shows that if the magnetic pole is moving, right? If it's if it's truly moving, then our observable universe, including this perimeter and this ice wall, over thousands of years as it moves into a new house in in the millennia, <coughs> is shifting as well. So it's it like would mean that the 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 land that is outside of this area, this firmament, right, yeah. may not be the same map the flat earthers use. Yeah. That's the as a muthal projection of the known world. Mm -hmm. It's how we perceive 
our globular world on right. a flat map. Right. Right. Uh, it's been since 1892. Um, but this says that this is actually only our observable universe now, and that this will actually, over time, slowly move to this outer perimeter, and it's on a clock. So in these different Ooh. ages and different houses of the zodiac, right? Different the, civilizations rise and fall. And different nations, different land masses. Yeah. Wait, so are the ice walls included in this model? Well, well, because the argument is that the sun and the moon revolve around the magnetic pole, not the yeah, geographical right. pole, right? Mm, right. The geographical pole, true north, is in the center of the clock. Right. Further north than what is represented. So on that map, you notice how the Atlantic is sort of very large, right? Yeah. It's because if you're using the, um, the the moon face as its dimension, then the North Pole would have to be further towards the center. And uh, uh. the all we see in our observable universe is right here, right? So if... Well, the reason I asked about the ice walls because what I'm picturing in my head is you know what a planchette is that thing you move around a Ouija board yeah and then you, all you have is that little glass piece in yeah. the middle and, right. that, and that's the letter you're looking at right like so in my head what you're saying is the earth is way bigger there's extra land and there's a planchette moving where that little glass piece is just like over rotating time, around the side of a bigger time. circle kind of but now imagine that like the true firmament where Polaris is at Right. Is in the middle of that where the mic is at. Right. So where right. you're at, right? So where my hands you're, are. You're in the Earth. you're in the current observable universe by the argument, right. right? Mike is outside of where the sun and the moon would be going. So I'm, over, would the, be, I'm over the ice wall. You would be so winter. It, it would be yeah. frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. That would be the argument, unless there's some sort of other bodies that mm. we can't observe. Right. Right. That are out there. Well, that's but, the whole what puddle theory or some shit. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Cause that, cause I never liked that theory, cause I felt like it was too far of a reach. But you, the way you're talking about the the moon being the reflection of the of the larger, yeah, he bring he brings that in, and that um, in this toroidal field at the true north pole, right? Not not the magnetic pole, but the geographical north pole. There would have to be a a cyclone of sorts, kind of like mm-hmm. what Mike was talking about earlier with the Saturn pole cyclone, yeah. right? that the argument he makes is that it's likely in the shape of a swastika because what that's one thing that the nazis Canceled. that's one thing <laughs> that the nazis polluted yeah. among many other things with their twisted evil ideology yeah. but they polluted this ancient symbol yeah they entirely. Well, was, they flipped it they flipped it because it was a sanskrit symbol meaning good fortune or whatever right and they so, flipped it yeah like it's like this this symbol goes back like so far, it, it's, how, it's, it's how the uh, the Big Dipper is viewed circling mm-hmm. Polaris every year. Damn. It, it's this right angle, right? And throughout every season, it makes it. So it's sort of crazy how the swastika is like so, such an evil symbol now. You know what I mean? There's, Isn't that there's, fucked up? Because there's it, one or two know. NASA photographs where you can see that they're, uh, they're little... They, they didn't check certain things, and you can see this cyclone, sure enough, at the top of, uh, of Earth. That Satellite photo? They would argue that satellite photo, but <coughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's on a satellite. Right. You know a what I mean? cyclone? Yeah. At the top of Earth, what do you mean? In the, like north, you, in the you middle see of it Earth? In, yeah, you see it in the distance, like off on, quote-unquote, the curve. Yeah. It's not really the curve. It's a convex, or con fisheye lens. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
but where they're at is near the top so they can show like the geography right so that way it, it makes sense yeah and you can you can see like off in the distance <coughs> you can see this little cyclone and that's crazy it's 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 rather weird so the idea is that there's something that ties in with the notion of like Mount Miru being right. in the middle and like mm -hmm. Eden and this whole garden you know, that the tree of life or some shit. Right, right. Y that Yggdrasil. Right. That that, <laughs> that may be the case, but you would never be able to get there with anything iron on a boat if that were the case because it's it's magnetic. Right. So it's it's where the entire electromagnetic spectrum Convert, yes yeah, centers itself and then runs up to the skies, hits our atmosphere, and then. Comes back around. Yep. And what do you think that is? You think that's the electromagnetic magnetic field, or <laughs> you know, think? Do you think that they've that that's something other than what we've been told is the, the magnetic poles, you know, giving off an electromagnetic right. force? Well, I, what I do you think, think that cyclone? What do you think that cyclone is? I, I think it's it, probably a phenomena that's part of Earth that is probably charged. <laughs> I would agree. From from if this is the idea that it's this. <laughs> North Pole is where like like a true like everything is like being like sucked up right energy right yeah right and that's where it's at and on top yes. of it if it's a like an an iron mountain like we're we're told we have an iron core right yeah so the argument is that well what if you know if it's using this flat Earth projection the iron core would have to be true north right mm. it's where everything revolves around including our magnetic uh, pole. Which slowly over time, the uh, all the heavens and the sun revolve around. Yeah. It's this giant clock. It's this. That's insane. That's yeah. So fucking crazy. Yeah. So the idea is then that well, you would have to have like something like like X rays, right? Mm -hmm. When X ray light, if it's coming out of the core like that, whenever it hits our atmosphere. It's going to condense, especially if it's something like a crystalline atmosphere that's protecting us from a vacuum of space or waters above or whatever it may yeah. be, right? When it refracts, it's going to then, because light wants to go in all directions, mm -hmm. right? But if it converges and then reflects back down with its refraction, the idea is that the moon appears to be solid because it's an x-ray projection of what earth looks like from above oh my so but not just earth all the other land too yeah correct right. the known earth and everything that is uh, submerged it's fucking insane it's look it's like looking at the skeleton of our planet <clears throat> and that's why it appears to be made of rock and three-dimensional as well it's oh because my. it's not necessarily a reflection in the truest sense, but it is this light that is being emanated from Earth, hitting our atmosphere, bouncing back down, which also explains why the moon would have a different temperature than sunlight, why the argument of the moonlight uh, 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 or uh, being created by the moon itself mm. would make some sense with that, why also animals react differently in moonlight, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's uh, that's fucking. Cool. You should include uh that picture you showed us earlier of um the that small section of the moon lining up with the map of the Earth. Because mm -hmm. I'm just imagining people listening to this who don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And they're like, "What the I'm fuck?" I think a lot about? of people would have already sort of tuned out anyway. Not too familiar. <laughs> if you've made it this far, we're trying to immunize the. <laughs> <laughs> 
not to say I was like I was like I'm, I'm gonna start this one off just like out the fucking gates just like alright people listen oh, up holy shit that was great but yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty wild like it's pretty wild to think that like so like these notions of like these like when did they find like the pyramids and the relics of of Egypt. It was like the nineteenth or twentieth century, right? Yeah. And it was like by accident. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how they discovered uh, all the uh, the Mayan um, ruins was by accident. It was buried in the jungle. There's still pyramids. There's pyramids in Russia. There's pyramids in China. Yeah. It's fucking underground with like. There's this guy. I forget what his name is. On Ancient Aliens, he was like, he's like they have concrete four times as strong than our modern concrete, and it goes for miles and miles. And it's weigh 500 million kilograms. Yes, yes, and there's this biggest pyramid. <laughs> I will prove the biggest pyramid in the world is in Russia or the Ukraine or some shit. Wherever I'm from, that's where biggest pyramid is. <laughs> <laughs> damn right. We have best pyramid. How many stones does your pyramid have? <coughs> Yeah. Oh, you don't know. You've got tiny stones. Yes, small <laughs> stones for a man who doesn't know how many stones his pyramid holds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, yeah, it is to try to describe. Well, I mean, to try to describe anything. Part of like, and part of the reason of like, as far as like me like being the podcast and like want to start it. Like, and part of it was like, like, there's so many fucking awesome people here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I want people to know about them. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I want them to just, like, flourish and glow and all that. And the other part was just like, I have to talk to somebody. <laughs> like, I've seen too much. <laughs> uh, these things are incredibly therapeutic for me. Oh, hell and, yeah. And also mind-bending and fucking face-melting. Um this is literally the only place I get to have these conversations. Like, I'm, every now and then I'll meet somebody. Oh, you know about that? What about You're this? You're so heretic. <laughs> you can't talk. I mean, uh, my God bless my girlfriend for putting up with when I'm, you know, when I'm going down a fucking rabbit hole and I'm like, man, check this shit out. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, they're trying to anonymize the Eskimos. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. I'm trying to cook my ravioli. <laughs> Fellas, we got almost close to four hours on this motherfucker. I was hoping you were going to say, well shit, man. <laughs> what? He always says, well shit, man. We've done about however much time it's been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for that little box in my head to get checked off. <sighs> Thank you guys so much. Dude, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me back. Dude. Uh, it's been one of my favorite episodes. Uh, mine, too. <laughs> I haven't even heard it yet. <laughs> fucking, this was a fucking trip, for sure. This, yeah. Literally. Shit. Well, what can, uh, what can we plug or promote for, uh, for either of you guys? Eskaton. <laughs> any, uh, yeah, any, check any projects, any ideas, books. Check out my uh, soon to rebooted podcast called Breakaway Civ. That's Breakaway C I V. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, check me out on Instagram. Send me a DM and call me a fucking nut job. And uh, entertain Eskaton. Yeah, and uh, I'm Mikey. I'm uh, Michael Price, and uh, I'm just here hanging out with a couple friends. 
Word. Fucking A. Well, it's always uh, fun talking weird shit uh, with both of you. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad that uh, our expertise can come in handy once again yeah. to corrupt the masses. I feel like we really changed the world here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Later, y'all. Peace.